Max RPG Podcast. I'm in Max, 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 Max! Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. Why, hello. Hello. And welcome to Season 21, Episode 2 of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Gina. I am Proby Tim. I'm Star Kane. What's your joke? I don't have a joke. Oh, I do. Oh, no, but you know what? um, Knock, knock, who's there? You want to hear mine? Yes, of course. (laughs) Sure, but then I have an actual story to tell you. I never noticed until you walked in today. Did you ever notice he he has an overbite? Uh, No. He didn't? It's not all of them. It's just that one tooth. So he's kind of a Timbuk tooth. Oh my gosh, dad joke. Dad was. That was totally a dad joke. Okay, so. Did you guys. Did it's, you, it's still lying there. It's dying. <laughs> it's, just, it's just horrible. You're not going to pick it up? You're not even going to acknowledge it. It's no, no, that was just lying that, there, that bleeding off. There, there is a Oh, that's not bad. That's a good joke. I don't did you guys, And I didn't look it up on the internet. I came up with that myself. Did you guys know that. that no, uh, I, I I play accordion. No, no, I do. I took accordion lessons at Milton Mann Studio in Whittier when I was a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. I remember that studio. Yeah, it was awesome. I have a nice Contello accordion. It's all motherboard. Awesome. Anyway, um, over my Christmas break because I took the week mm-hmm. two weeks off for Christmas, I decided I was going to start taking accordion lessons again. Said no one ever, <laughs> except right. except for Proby Tim, <laughs> right <laughs> now right and right over now. Christmas. <laughs> Anyway, so I had two lessons over the break. One yeah. uh, the week before Christmas and one the week after Christmas, after New Year's. Uh-huh. Right? Right. But I was, um, after my first lesson of this year, I was uh, decided to stop by the store on the way home after my lesson just to get a little bit of shopping done. We needed some stuff around the house. And I was shopping, and I realized that, holy shit, I'd left my accordion in the car, and it was unlocked. So I like bailed out of there because this was this is an accordion oh, yeah. I've had sure for years I've had since I was a oh, kid, I right? And I run all the way out there and I look at the car, but it was it was too late. Someone had put another accordion in. <laughs> you know, I I, think I know same, that's yeah, yeah. I had the exact same problem. Um, uh, when I got out there, the accordion was sitting on the ground. The car was gone. <laughs> <laughs> that joke also works with bagpipes and uh, trombones, trombones and didgeridoos. It's oh, oh, yeah. not really an instrument. Oh. It is too. Yeah, it, it is. It is a rhythm instrument, sir. It's not even a rhythm. Can you? Can it, it's yes, not a rhythm. Because once you start, you can't stop. It's not like you can. It's a. No, you can. You certainly can. Circular breathing. You can. Well, yeah, you can't use a point. But once you get it vibrating. I actually play didgeridoo too you as don't, well. Nobody plays not, didgeridoo. Not, not I do. I play. It's like it's like playing a lawnmower. You get it started and then you just hang on. You, sir, can we you, will have words about this after. Can the show. you play "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" on a didgeridoo? Yes. It's just a very monotone. <laughs> twinkle Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> no, because you can speak through it. You can say words. That's not an instrument. You can sing along with it while you're droning and playing. I can sing and talk <coughs> while running a chainsaw. It doesn't make it an instrument. Hey, speaking but of you're not <laughs> circular breathing right. when you're running a chainsaw. You don't. You don't. If, know what a, if a dumbbeck is considered an instrument, a didgeridoo is considered. An it's a drum, though. Dumbbeck is just a hoobeck. You know how yeah. you know how to make a, That's a drum. It's sort of hourglass shaped. Yeah. Oh, it's like you see yeah. In the Middle Eastern. And we've, and we've talked about this. We <coughs> recently. And, and hippies at fair play. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know how to make a drummer stop playing? Uh, put sheet music. Put in front sheet of music in front yeah. of him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 
That's how you make a boggard stop singing too. <laughs> In this episode, we discuss yeah. player agency and character emotions. Uh, James from New Jersey writes in about playing without <coughs> a GM. You, you want some water? You okay? A cough drop? No, I have a soda right want, now. Thank want you. some IPA? No, I think that's why I'm coughing. Oh, okay. Midas Carrots from Adelaide, Australia shares some stuff. And Chris from Osaka sends a missive about characters changing in unexpected ways. And a lot of other stuff, actually. Yeah. Uh, but first, if you would like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. We're also on social media. We're on Twitter, happyjacksrpg, all in word. And also on Instagram, same thing, happyjacksrpg, all in word. We're on Facebook. If you just look up Happy Jacks RPG, yeah, you'll find all the links. You will. It and does and, and, and even some we've yeah. forgotten. Probably. There might even be a link to a dead page, but but eventually you'll like, find our forums. Like the Google Plus group. The Google Plus group. I, I <laughs> went in there and looked, and it just became a spam place for podcasters desperate for listeners. And, and Russian <laughs> spam. Really? Just, oh, my new episode's up. My new episode's up. My new episode's up. My new episode's up. I'm like, oh, I should just delete. I oh, I can't delete this We group. should just stop that preamble. Just say, go search you'll for Happy Jacks RPG. You'll find Find our poo. Us. You'll find us. Find our poo. Find our poo. Are we on Mastodon? No, um, we're not on Mastodon. I, I actually set up a Mastodon account, mm-hmm. but I set it up through No Agenda, which is a um, podcast, and um, they kind of got banned. Like that server kind of oh, got really? banned from a lot of uh, Mastodon. Wow, distributions. That's like a distributed social network. Yes, kind of thing, right? yes. <coughs> it. Um, I don't know if it's still... I'm sure it's still going. I, I would assume it's still going. Well, I would like to think that we were on Mastodon before it was popular, so that it was uh, pre-hysterical. Yes. Oi. Really? Yeah. Mastodon, prehistoric, prehistoric. Why aren't I'm, you guys giving on, him shit for that? You gave me shit right? for my joke chat room. Hi, chat room. I know. I was kind of dying to hear what they were saying during all the, the old man funnies. Over here. Prehysterical. <laughs> Look it up. That's funny. I don't care who and you are. That's funny. Gunsmoke or Bonanza or whatever that was. <laughs> Funnier than Stu's shirt. What's wrong with my shirt? It's actually really awesome. awesome. I probably actually shouldn't wear something this busy on It's actually screen. really awesome. It's actually yeah, a cool. No, it looks brother. good. You're going to get a moire pattern? I probably... I think I do. <laughs> um... <laughs> If someone asks if you have a moire pattern, you, you say, say yes. yes. Uh, well, no, no, it looks no. okay. It looks okay. It's strobing. Okay. No, we're, we're 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 streaming in HD now. It's strobing. Is that's right? Are we? Yeah. Nice HD. Yeah, we have a we yeah. have a dedicated internet connection now for the studio, which has a much higher up. What stream. are we? What are we on now? Up. Uh, it's at twenty megabits up. Mo- moving on. We were up. at five before, Just and that is that up. is directly mm-hmm. to uh, deluxe top. apartment. We're, that in is the sky. A directly a result of the Patreon support because mm-hmm. that gave us Yay. the funds to be able to buy a second internet connection and, and, and fiber optic and all that. Yeah, uh, it's not it's not total fiber. It's fiber to the box on the on the pole across the street, mm-hmm. but it's twisted copper here. But it's so close. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like eighty down and twenty. That's up. awesome. So that's, that's, that's why we haven't awesome. had. I mean, our, our right now we're, just, we're ticking along. At, we haven't know, had a problem in the last couple. Three thousand kilobits per second. Three thousand. <laughs> Thank you, Patreon and, supporters. And, and even yep. more important, my kids can still use the internet while we're streaming. I know. Right? <laughs> so they're not they like actually had to sit in there before and, not and talk be, to each other. Yeah, yeah. No. and that never ends. No. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, they were thrust back into the. 70s. Exactly. Right? And they, I tell them about the 70s and they look at me in horror. 
<laughs> you had to get up and walk across the room and turn the channel. Were, wait, how many channels? Oh, three. Six. Tapes. We yeah. had. You mean if you wanted to listen to a song again, you didn't just hit play again. You had to rewind it. <laughs> we had. We had one of the first remote controls for our TV set, and what it, it was clicked. No, oh. it was a little a little thing that you plugged into the wall. You plugged your TV into it, what? and it had a little a little squeeze toy that looked like a remote, right? And when you'd squeeze it, it would make a little whistling noise, so that and the the receiver would hear that whistling noise, and it would trip the power on whatever's plugged into it. And we got so good at we we lost it, but you just go, <gasps> and it would pick that up, and then the TV would come on. It's like so, a clapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's clap a on, clap off. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, uh, season twenty, episode twenty, uh, we had a guy who wrote in uh, and say about uh, players adding to narrative. And one of the things that he mentioned was uh, that he liked to do was to like, like let's say the party walks into a tavern, mm -hmm. and he would say to one of the players, "What is it about this place that reminds you of home?" Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Um, and it's th this sort of spawned on the form an interesting. Conversation that I kind of wanted to touch on a little bit, and I think it was Aslan on the forum mm -hmm. who, who uh, said he was kind of surpri surprised that we didn't talk about the fact that that interferes with player agency. Mm -hmm. We can talk about whether it does or not. I here's here, here's play this scenario up for can, me again. Can we talk about it without saying if we do or not? Sure, absolutely. I, no, because I don't okay. think that we can. No, well, yeah, I can tell you what my take on it is, mm -hmm. and, and and why I think that's not where the line is, and mm -hmm. that is okay. You, you um, okay? You all walk mm -hmm. into a tavern in this little town. What is it in this tavern that reminds you of home? Uh, the guy behind the bar looks just like my next door neighbor. Okay. The idea is that me telling you. Mm -hmm. That you are having an emotion, you're or you are Connected perceiving this see, perceiving this place in a specific way, rather than simply laying out here is the place, here is the stuff in the place, and you doing the the you know the the connect the dots between mm -hmm. this place and your character's backstory to determine yourself whether that's the place. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sort of compelling you to have an an opinion or an emotion about the place. But here's the thing. Mm -hmm. You change one word yep. in my question to you and it's not that at all. What about right. this tavern is reminiscent of your home? It has nothing to do with your character's emotions mm -hmm. or your character's perception mm -hmm. but there's something here that I'm saying is reminiscent of your, of your home or your childhood. What is that thing? Because that Changing, changing just that one word. Not what. It, what is it that reminds you? To what is it that is reminiscent? Or uh, uh, what? What in here is? Uh, well, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You just phrase yep. it slightly differently. Yep. You get the exact same effect without the baggage. Without. I, without. Without the baggage. I would even say. So, to, so well, let me just finish yeah, my, my thought here. So. I don't know if that's where the line is because that's a very thin line. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and when you're talking about something like player agency, uh, of the egregious player agency things that GMs can do, mm -hmm. that's way over on the almost not. I think I it think. is not. 
I okay. think it is. Well, not. Go, well, go ahead. After discuss. Uh, I was just going to. You know, you were holding a thought. So go. Please. Yes, I've been holding a thought on yeah. this one all day <laughs> long. Um, I don't think that that is playing, uh, 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 touching on player agency at all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say something here, which I'll probably get shit for on all sorts of nah, forums. I'm going to open my mouth later. You'll, I'll be, you'll be fine. <laughs> okay, awesome. Good. As long as, <laughs> as long as everyone forgets about what I'm going to say when he they starts will. talking. They will. I firmly believe that you cannot have your agency taken away from you by anyone who you do not allow to take your agency away from you. That question, what about this reminds you of your home? can easily be answered with nothing. Nothing. Exactly. It reminds me of a crab shack in Louisiana. Right. <laughs> that's snarky. Well, that's no. crab. But no, but, no I, but it's not, though. The GM is asking you, what about it reminds you of your home? Hey, don't, don't, well, never mind. I'm go not going to I'm not gonna go no, there. Gina, no, Gina, go ahead. Please. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sometimes people have agency taken away from them and they don't allow it. So, but that isn't this, in my opinion. I'd so like you could how. take Literally. by me saying you feel you see such and such like when you make a perception check and you and the the GM tells you not only do you see X Y Z but how you feel about it that's taking away my agency. So that's why can you not say no? I don't feel that about it. It's your character. Well, no, absolutely. I can say no means no, and then it turns into a you know, hey, don't tell me how my character feels because I've said that at the table oh, sure. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like a GM, and they're not trying to be a dick. I don't think. I think sometimes they just in going uh, forward and and wanting to explain all the flavors of what your perception check may be accomplished or your notice check. They go into territory that I would like to claim for my own. Mm-hmm. Um, so absolutely, well no, you no, can say no. That's a very good point. But that would be my point with this as well: is that you can tell me what in here feels like home, what in here reminds you of home, what in here rem- is reminiscent of home, and I get to choose if that's vanilla. The color of the walls is the same as the one uh, that I walk by every day. Or I can say the smell coming from the kitchen reminds me of my grandmother's something. Mm-hmm. So I can make that a stronger, more evocative, more personal thing. Or I can just say, yeah, it looks like every tavern I ever saw ever. And I you go know? to a lot of taverns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what? Okay. Because you've just bridged you and, you and Tim's comment together, which is at what point do you say no uh, I'm gonna. I'm, I want to claim this for my own. Where is that line? Because you can't easily block the guy. You can cock block him and say, "Sure." No. But where's the line? Because and, and because just let me let me say because Tom's mentioned this in improvisational storytelling, sure. just mm-hmm. like in theater sure. improv, we should try to yes and sure, mm-hmm. of course, not block. Sure. Generally, and, and, and Stu's pointed out that it is a very fine line, but I, I and I completely agree with Stu. But I, I mean. I think maybe it's up to the player, even the situation where that line is. I totally agree. It's a moving yep. goalpost. There's mm-hmm. nothing quantitative about it. What I was going to say, yep. which kind of leads into this, is when you ask something like that, and it's perfectly fine because I'm very guilty of this as a GM, I ask leading questions. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's actually a confidence man's trick. That's how oh, sure. psychics work and such. Uh-huh. They ask you a seemingly innocuous question that's yep. front-loaded with a lot of information. Mm-hmm. For example, when you say things like, <coughs> you walked into a tavern, what about it reminds you of home? If you're yep. not r- totally paying attention, you start saying stuff, uh, 
And now the GM has all this information about what your home is like. Yep. Right? Now, that's maybe not what he was mining for, but that info is there now. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It is sure. a very leading question. Um, <coughs> but I don't think that that takes away your player agency unless you are really, really paranoid and scared about uh, giving away personal information or, or even um, leading questions. It's a, it's a tool, supposed to be a tool, to help define a scene that allows your character to... <coughs> Give your input into it, and I don't. I, I don't think the phrasing if, and parsing it down to phrasing is not, is doing everybody a disservice. Well, th- th- my my point with that is that you can phrase that question. I could say, "What about this tavern is similar to something in your home?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not taking away any agency whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Nope. So just slightly rephrasing the question. Or is there anything about this tavern? Is that what you said? No, I said what? what no, no, I'm because I'm, I'm having you contribute to yeah. the narrative. All right. <coughs> what about this tavern? Which is similar to something I think should be a hundred percent applauded. I think any time that there is more collaborative, you know, effort made to either describe a situation or a scenario or a person, um, I think that's awesome. But to Tim's point, <coughs> I I do think like if it if it there is something going on in your head where you feel like. I don't know, you had a stake in a certain element of how this was and you don't want it to interrupt what that was for your character, then you can totally say, well, how about if I say this or I don't think there is. So, Because yeah. there should be a yeah. give and take. Mm-hmm. Right, sure. Yeah, but I think it's awesome to ask. <coughs> now, no, no, getting back to sort of the broader question of taking away pr- player agency... When should the GM dictate how a character feels, if ever? I've done it. I've done it in freak shows where uh, the psychic opened her mind up to, yeah. the, uh, to, the, to the mental hospital and was overwhelmed. She, she made a roll. I said, make a roll. And she made a, a bad roll. And I said, you are completely overwhelmed. And I told her what, she, what, what happens to her. At right. that point, the feelings that she's empathic. Yes, right. And it, is, is that taking away player agency? Because I told her she's completely overwhelmed. You are you are hearing voices from every person that's been murdered and died in this place, and they're all pleading at you, and you're useless. And next, and is that wrong? Do I feel bad? The, I don't think that people that played it felt <coughs> gypped, but it was definitely me telling them. Now again, I run one shots, and it's a it's a thing, and it moved forward. So. Uh, perhaps in a long-running game, or a player that, or a character that they had created on their own, they might feel completely pissed. It's maybe a different set of circumstances. Again, it's a moving goalpost. I, I think if there's a some sort of supernatural mm-hmm. uh, effect going on, mm-hmm. where uh, you know your big bad is like a spell, a spell yeah. or something like that, yeah, then it's okay to tell people how they feel. Assuming that, you know, all the proper game mechanics have been followed and you're not just going, ah, you don't like this, because whatever. Fear mechanics? I'm fear mm-hmm. mechanics. What about fear, yeah, that sanity mechanics? <clears throat> I had a very, 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 very long conversation with Kazay mm-hmm. about this. Um, it's a lot of fairies. I know, it was a very long conversation. <laughs> very, very... <laughs> um, <laughs> and... The, what I was trying to get across with a, a sanity mechanic is that if your sanity mechanic is dealing with like 
he was saying that he was saying that because of our society, a sanity mechanic <coughs> doesn't make sense anymore. Because, like, in Call of Cthulhu rules, you lose a d6 of sanity when you see a zombie. Us today, we've seen so many damn zombies on TV. We've seen, now I know... That's not the same. That's not the same. Watching lose, a gunfight lose, on TV is not the same no. as being lose, in a gunfight. <laughs> you lose a d4 sanity for I seeing imagine. a corpse. Right. Okay, I used to work at an anatomy lab, a school with an anatomy lab. I've seen corpses. I didn't. But my point is, when you're dealing that with that explains a lot, though. Thank you. <laughs> when you're dealing when with when they fire you, <laughs> I love. <it>. Actually, <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? Um, that was the college I used to work at. The they outsourced IT. <laughs> my point, and I'll try to make sure, is when you're dealing with a cosmic horror that is causing you a sanity loss because it is. Completely indescribable, indescribably horrible, indescribably horrible. You're Lovecrafting, love Lovecraftianly, Lingley, yeah. Terrible. Where non-Euclidean <coughs> geometry, right? Right. Where you you can't possibly, as a player, <coughs> say how your character would react because we have no basis right. in our reality to say this is how I would react in that situation. Then well, we also have no idea what we would do if we saw an Eden. <coughs> so it's absolutely true. We right. have no idea what. Well, we would I mean, do yeah, if we I mean that's why we're role playing. And, and there, there might be <coughs> historical precedences that are similar. The first time Native Americans saw a Gatling gun work. Yeah, true. That's even, that's got to seem otherworldly. Americans, right? It wasn't like it was like you know broadcasting people I, that people could but, build in their house. It they, was. It was it was fucking voodoo. It mowed people down. The oh, first yeah. time someone saw an atomic bomb go off or television. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, we unleash horrors and then we get we eventually become accustomed to them. Yes. But the Native Americans had seen guns before; they'd been That's shot true. by sure. them. Um, we'd seen well, bombs explode before. These point. were just bigger versions of this. What That's I'm saying true. is, true. when you're dealing with something like Cthulhu rising out of the ocean, mm-hmm. right? I think your brain unhinges in a way that we can't identify with. Today and I think in those situations, yeah, I think the GM should step in and maybe do a little bit of you're shitting yourself or whatever. Like that's a good point. A moment oh yeah, my yeah, God. That, that is a good point. I was going to start arguing in the whole well, thing about know, sanity. Uh, let me tell you, <clears throat> the game that was built on people shitting yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah, right. Pretty much. Hammer fantasy. Well said. Yeah. yeah. The, I, I think the way I've played a loss of sanity in Call of Cthulhu is instead of telling the player this is what you think. I will write down on a piece of paper, here's what you see. And I will simply change their reality. Yeah. Okay. And sure. say the people around you aren't acting normal. Their 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 eyes seem to be glossed over, they're staring at you funny, they don't seem to be scared of that horrific thing that just walked into mm-hmm. the room. Maybe they're and then may, or, or and I'll write something. Maybe they're in cahoots with it. Mm. Question mark, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and that, and, and let them give the player that because that, when you when you go insane, your your yeah, I think perception yeah. of reality breaks. Yeah, sorry. totally. Yeah. I, I feel the need to actually deal with the whole sanity whole thing anyway. First of all, first of all, can I can I just say this and we can get it out of the way because it sort of feels like an elephant in the room for me. The whole sanity role thing is a way to mimic H.P. Lovecraft's vibe and yes. feel, and it also mimics or explains why people in horror films are stupid. <laughs> exactly right. I right. thought about it's that. It's a mechanic but yeah. that's supposed to heighten the tension <clears throat> and make you less effective in when things that's, go sideways. That's all it is. 
And, and the fact that we're trying to justify that mechanic for a an archaic horror film or, or, or is kind of kind of lame. But uh, we, we can do our best at it. But I don't think that's really the point. The point is still that we're trying to we're we're still dictating. Or at what point when we're dictating to somebody? Oh, so I think it is the point. I, I think it. Go, okay, I, go, go, no, go I do too. I think I think <clears throat> what you guys have all been saying is totally valid, and that is that if there is a mechanical effect that needs to be addressed that's going to come in the form of some narration, whether it's you're playing Call of Cthulhu and you fail a sanity check or whether you're playing Monster Hearts and you roll to turn someone on and that person doesn't want to be turned on, but they are, that the mechanics take control of the situation and there may or may not, depending on the system or uh, probably more the system than anything, there needs to be narration (coughs) or some sort of effect to what's going on in game, but that there is always still leeway for that person to say, well, could I do this? Like, oh, so I'm going to do this. Unless, like, you're playing D&D and you get a fear thing and it says you have to either uh, you run as long as you can for way too many turns or whatever it is, and then you are totally out of the combat. Or in Warhammer (laughs) Fantasy where it says... You either shit your pants you shit or you, yeah, or you cower in a corner or something. So there is still some interpretation for the player, but I think it just depends on the system. I believe that's called a panic poo. A panic. <laughs> panic. What, what were you going to say, Stu? Um, I think it kind of. I'm trying to remember mechanics. Uh, Call of Cthulhu. Uh, mm-hmm. Sanity roll. Uh, it's a mechanic that makes it be. It is, okay. Yeah, it is the point because if I were to if if you fail your your, your sanity roll and I say to you, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, your character is now insane, and you're really scared of the thing you see in front of you. I'm telling the player what he's feeling, mm-hmm. and I don't. And I, generally, I'm, I, I I, I'm against it. However, if I, I ch- if I bend reality, I see from the player's perception and say, mm-hmm. "Here's what you see. What you see may not be real, but that's what you're seeing." Because I get to control that as the GM. I get to tell you what your character's perceiving. Right? Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what you feel. But I can say, oh, this is the things you're... The, yeah, uh, Gina's character is acting real screwy right now, and um, she's not acting as afraid as she probably should, and you kind of, mm, I don't know. But you can sometimes tell them in some sense how they feel. Like, your big bad dominates yeah. someone. Your big bad charm person. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's specific. Super, and, that, no, it is, but it happens. It, it, I mean, sure, you can't yeah. not... Psionics or yeah. things like... Yeah. And, yeah. <coughs> I, I realize that when you're saying that... I'm sorry, Stu. No, that's I, I, I gotta, I gotta get this I'm out of my head before I forget about it. That's Tim. Tim. To Stu. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I realize now that I have been egregious, I think, in telling people what they're feeling and what they're doing, and I probably have influenced player agency more than I should have simply... Because the mechanics have told me to, and see here, that's my and question: mm-hmm. is and they do. That's yeah. the question. Often they is, do. Is, yeah. Can <clears throat> a player fall back on your taking my agency away when they willingly sign up to play a game like Call of Cthulhu that has a mechanic that does that, or You're right. like D and D that has a fear spell and a or charm spell? If they pick yeah. the character that has that has that's an empath. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm shocked, I, shocked that I was driven crazy by all the voices I couldn't control. Right. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, you have to say, "Well, that's the game you signed up to play." That's I right. think that's true. I think there. I can only think of one time in memory where I've 
I've, I don't know, I guess posed an alternative where I think I got charmed and the GM told me how I felt about something. And I totally got that. It's like, no, I got charmed. This is going to happen. But is it so to your point earlier, Tim, there is nothing wrong with me saying, hey, how about if the flavor of that looks more like this? Sure. And they can say, no, I don't think that cuts it. Or they can say, yeah, it's totally cool. Mm -hmm. Because at some point you have to just kind of own the mechanical aspect of what's going on. Right. Um, But... I still have agency as a player where I can say, hey, I kind of see this more like this <coughs> with my character. Is that okay? It, it does beg the question, how do you handle... The, I mean, where are the nuances and what line? Where is that line? I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's the crux of this. It brings us back to where the, the question is that it's a really fine line. If the mechanics dictate, or if there's a game with mechanics like that that dictate how you're going to feel, the GM has to then impose what's happening, where's that line for you? It's really granular to me, and, and, and it's, a, it's an ever-shifting situation. That, that's why I've always said I like the fear mechanics in 4th edition L5R. Okay. Because the, the fear mechanics in, in 4th ed L5R, mm-hmm. you fail a roll, there's some mathing that happens, and depending on, <laughs> on, on how, you f- how much you failed the roll... You get a negative to all of your dice rolls. Oh, you've mentioned. Okay, yeah, you've said that before. Yeah, so, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> and once you get to a certain point, you know, you suddenly you're at minus five or minus six dice. I don't remember the numbers. It's been a long time since I played it. But you get to a certain point. As a player, you're going to look at your character and say, "My character has suffered so much from these fear checks. Now I've become combat ineffective. I yeah, need I, to get out of here." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to cause the same effect. In a metagame sense, between the player and his character, yeah. looking at the mm-hmm. modification that the that the mm-hmm. fear rules have caused, and it's going to cause a, a similar narrative effect as would happen in a situation where someone got so freaking scared they just decided, "Fuck this, I'm out." I could see that mechanic also. I like that well. a lot yeah. better. I could see that also You're working right. well in like a like a, a World War II game or a Vietnam game or a game where combat is is where you, very where there's combat where you, morale. Where you've got right. the combat morale and the the you know. You, you get so much combat and so much killing that you're like, I, I can't take this to anymore. Me, I'm going oh, AWOL. Oh, for sure. To yeah. me, that's the most elegant <laughs> yeah. freaking system ever when the system supports like what you would be doing narratively with yeah. your character. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it makes it harder to be successful because of XYZ. It makes it harder to, um, you know, f- function or, or mm-hmm. charm people or whatever it is. You know I what? just Fuck. think that's so smart. Fuck that! Now all of a sudden the the burden is is off <laughs> is off the GM and it's on the dice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Fuck so no, like I'm I'm gonna fail he, every he time. Can't play that system. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't do that. I also he just he just his I want to narrate my way out of situations. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to actually have to roll for this shit. No, I love when you are playing something for the first time and not realizing that that's what the system is gonna do. Yeah, and then you realize that. The system is supporting what the action and the the emotion should be, and it's like so awesome. It it, it is. It, it's understandable when the mechanic forces you down that path, and then it's all okay. Mm-hmm. If the GM forces you down that path, it's another thing. I I was going to say I also think we have to assume good intent, Agreed. and yeah. that people cannot. When have we? Who hasn't said something that if they had a do-over, they would have said right. a little bit better? Right. So sure. I, all the time. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah. think you know, to Tim's point earlier, I think I, you know, we have to take a, a responsibility and accountability for mm-hmm. our own, mm-hmm. you know, table presence also. So if something really does 
it doesn't even have to really bug you if you have a counter that doesn't change the rules. Like if you fail a dice roll, you fail a dice roll. If they, you know, cast a spell on you, they cast a spell on you. Right. But if you have a counter to that, offer it, and then you should you also know. you should also be comfortable enough to say, I'm I, I'm not sure this is working for me, or however you want to say, it. I'm I, you know, or you could even be blatant. No, my character wouldn't do that. And then and then be comfortable enough to have a discussion where that could work out, it, it, whether the GM phrased it wrong. Or somebody's yeah. feelings got hurt, <laughs> or somebody else had another agenda. Whatever it is, that discussion should be—you should be comfortable to have that. Yeah. And it, it shouldn't be turn into a, a table flip moment. Yeah. It should be. A, it should be a quick little. Uh, I, I think. I think. Yeah. Give me some. Give me a little more agency. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have? Do you have another thought or whatever that is? I. Because <clears throat> I, I can see how people can. There might be triggers. There might be stuff, and they, they or maybe they had an agenda. But you, I think as a GM, you also need to be able to be aware of that. Like, oop, uh, maybe I phrased that wrong. We should come up with another word for it. Well, see, I, I, I also think that there are GMs out there. I don't know how many, but I'm almost certain there are GMs out there who've never heard of the phrase player agency. Well, yeah. oh, and sure, would yeah, scoff yeah. at the concept. Huh. <laughs> yes, I, I think we should come up with yes. another word for it. I think for we've what? used uh, agency. I think we've used agency like eight thousand times in the first ten minutes of the show. Right. Well, because that's what this is about. It's it's a. We have a visitor. It's it's a slippery slope, but I think it's an important thing. That's awesome. Thank you. Hello, purple and pink. It's a slippery slope, but I think it's an important thing to know that the GM is on your side, and and perhaps what if the GM is on your side? If the GM is on your side, because there are in an ideal world, there are dickheads. I was just going to say there are finish my thought. Let's not let's not go down that rabbit hole. Yes, there are many. But my 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 point is that perhaps they misspoke. Perhaps they're as I was trying to follow up on yours, which is their their intentions are good. They're not meaning to steal your player agency. What they're trying to do is drive the story forward and move on. Sure, and and they're not. And perhaps they could have phrased it better. But please don't take umbrage. If perhaps they they didn't use the correct verbiage in a sentence and made you feel bad, I think that yeah. that's on you as a player and not on the GM. You have to look at the big scope of yeah. the thing. It's like, and what's the, what's the continuing trend of this GM? And and we do all know to Stu's point because I think you were the same place as me. Yeah, where there are unfortunately yes, there are. those people out there, there, and there are. Yeah, but that's ho- a different discussion. Hopefully, though. you only play with them if you're okay with playing with them. That's a so. that's a whole different, yeah, exactly different discussion. Yeah. Yep. What is with the? Uh, there's people that are putting d20s on the thing. What are you guys doing? I think they're all like, they're all subscribing. Are you again. Oh, the, the chat room's been on fire. First off, Tyler's really? in there, and and Tyler. I think I think and Dave Kaze is in there. I oh, they're all they're all stirring the pot. And tones. And Kaze's in there. Texting it's me. It's romper room. They're texting yeah. me. Uh, they are texting you. <laughs> they're texting me. Stuff <laughs> oh, because they said they said she's man. texting me. He can use the phone right now because <laughs> someone said, "Hey Tim, don't use the phone during class." Yeah. That's because Tyler jealous. and Dave are texting me stuff too. So, Aww. I don't have a text. That's hysterical. I no, I, I set up a I oh. set up a Slack. We just got raided by another channel. That's what happened. Okay. Well, uh, welcome all of you uh, people. Hi. hi. Virtual Revolution We're and super entertaining. and Joe Visitor and you just missed Virtual our whole Revolution. discussion and about Sergeant Turtle Eighty. Yeah, you just missed a really good discussion. <laughs> or, so, or not? Or not? Depending. <laughs> I just almost said I mean, my phone number Jack, so I could so, get a text because uh, I felt so left out, and then I was like, "That's probably not a good idea." Probably not. Not probably a good not. idea. <clears throat> it, you can call me. My number is five six two nine 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 nine. Nine nine nine. It's very German. Nine 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 nine. nine. nine, 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 nine.
<laughs> what was the number when you were a kid with, like you used to call for information or time? Five 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 one two one two. Five 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 one two one two. Okay. Thank Does that still work? You want to I have probably. Oh. Check it out. I text Tyler. <laughs> this so, is the texting episode. I gotta say, Stu, because it, because <laughs> of that comment, excited. I'm gonna have to modify the way I say stuff like that. It, I, it, maybe with one shots, it isn't a big deal. But I have definitely told people how they feel or what they're feeling. And, and maybe a more egregious way than I was. I mean, and it so. doesn't. I mean, the, the, the sort of leading them with perception sure doesn't always work. No, but I mean, like uh, for, for an example. And I think that we did it. I think we may have recorded this when we did it. I don't know if we were recording APs then. But I ran a we'll play test right. of a, a Call of Cthulhu game that I ran at the con, and Elsmith's character like totally just completely oh. went up on a sanity roll. And so that's when I wrote the note, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "This is what this is what you see." And she's like, "Okay, I'm shooting so and so." And she like totally bought into it, and she's like, "No, this is the GM said these are the things I'm seeing. I'm seeing these things." Wait, and that that was the game where afterwards half of the players said, "If I was really playing my character, I'd have bailed exactly like 20 right. minutes in. I just, right. I just been out of there. I'd be like, nope. Well, <laughs> I would have, as they say." Noped the f out, and that's right. the thing about yeah. Call of Cthulhu. Any any reasonable person was like, "What are we doing here? Let's get the f out," and right. we'd leave. And you even were like, uh, "The trains aren't running all of a sudden." Yeah, yeah right. Um, so I talk about taking agency. Like, no, you can't leave. Sorry, because <laughs> the game. I did. I had, I had that's happened. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I ta- they um, the, whatever monster was going around bent the railroad oh, tracks. Right. Yeah. So they but, but you quickly didn't think that because why would a like, reasonable person be hanging around here? We gone. Good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, have you ever seen... Um, and that's totally railroading. Literally, because mm-hmm. it was a railroad track and I bent it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen... I think it's called... It was Tomes and I. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was. It was the first time I ever got to play with Tomes. <laughs> and we tried to get get foe from Cthulhu Dodge. Right. And you went, nope. We did it with uh, Elizabeth uh, Elspeth as well. Have you ever? Well, that was a play test. Yeah, that oh, was a play oh, test of that game. same game. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen Cabin in the Woods? I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen it. I know Where they try it. and leave and they can't because yeah. there's a big force field there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dark City. Uh, I, I, have we beat this dead horse enough? Yeah. Yeah. The chat room was on fire. They had there was a big support session for you. Yay! Thank you really? guys. Really? That's awesome. We have a we have a chat. I, I, I set up a Slack right, and like. Um, Tyler's on it and Dave, Dave's on it and a whole bunch of people Kadave and Dave and a whole bunch of people a bunch of listeners that I game with on my Saturday night right. games you know and we all literally just sit around and bullshit all day yeah, long right? Lokio says we support Tim yay <laughs> Lokio's in it too yeah and, uh, oh, and Tyler said I said hey I'm on the show tonight you got an army out I know, there I, I know I'm awesome uh, but <laughs> or you have a support group because no hold on listen, listen, I, I listen, didn't really just Tyler I, I mentioned I was going to be on the show tonight and Tyler said I'm going to go in the in the chat room just to fuck with Tim and I was like, why is it never, I'm going to go in the chat room and support my really good friend, Tim. <laughs> so they're supporting me. Love you guys. I think he was the one that started it. So, yeah, yeah. he started the support fest. Love you guys. That's, that's, oh, oh, and uh, CA Dave just showed up. And Dave. Arson Crafts. Dave will ta- Vampire text 54. Me. Hi, Tom. Zazamon. Text me. He also gave you a yay, Tim. Oh, man, this is like the voice or like what's that other... D- pop culture thing I don't know about what they <laughs> America's in. Got Talent all yeah, that, yeah or something like that or I, I don't know the one with the guy that always said dog and J-Lo American and Idol yeah that one I don't watch that I, uh, I don't watch this that is like text 999562 <laughs> for if you like Tim text yeah I'm getting votes 
Yeah. I get to stay on the show. You got thumbs ups? I got thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a, being voted off. I'm a, I'm a solicit vote. Because <laughs> that's how this works. So, uh, what games happened in the last week? Oh, uh, two, two days ga- ago, you guys played um, yep. Spanish, the Spaniards yes. Go. Spaniards Go. <laughs> and unfortunately, this was I was gone for a month, which is unusual for me because usually I never miss sessions. Right. So, um, it was it, it was super helpful having APs to listen to so that I could keep up with Isn't that cool? with my compatriots. It's like it's like, it's like yeah. somebody's taking better notes than yeah. you are. Yeah. Yeah, no, and then I had to do give the recap and I was like, "Oh, I'm on this." I got this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll play Arson play. Crafts, I support Gina, Master Vita. I'm a Gina supporter, too. Yay! So. Thank you. By the way, I love the name Arson Crafts. I did. I did like it. Everything with fire, that's awesome. Arson Crafts, that's very right? funny. I don't want to know the condition you were in when you came up with that name. I'm sure you were hammered. Ars- arson Crafts? That's no, awesome. Arson, isn't it? Like fire. Oh, it I thought arson it was crafts. Arson like arson that's the right. only that's very, it's always no. it's very continental arson 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 yeah. crafts right uh so it was a lot of fun and but what's interesting what was interesting for me about that game is that you know how it takes you a few sessions to really get into your character absolutely so <laughs> sometimes a year <laughs> yeah no i only had that happen once but that was really rough when I, I could not find a character. But um, so everybody else was like two sessions ahead of me with regard to that and I felt like I was still doing that cat needing thing where I was like who is this person? That's an you know? oddly specific that's reference but I get it. That's how you find out think of. It's like what that. What is my character like? Yeah. It's like need, need, need. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I always say where like you're needing and you gotta get comfortable. Oh it but, takes me several sessions. Yeah. Although I, I have to say in the I have a pretty firm grasp on who my character is in the vampire game. Me too. So we can uh, move into that. So I had a lot of fun with Spaniard's Ghost, but I realized I felt like I got left, like I was left behind. I, I wasn't super happy with with my sort of grasp of the character. But the same thing, first session of Vampire, and that character just this is Vampire came, of the Dark Ages. Yes, hollowed. Hollowed Plains. Plains. Yeah, because we had to change the name. Right. Yeah. But the same thing, where all of a sudden you sit down at the table, and this was a conversation I had off mic with Kurt, but I had gotten much more used to, in my more seasoned four or five years of role-playing, not having the character 100% fleshed out when I sat at the table, but Vampire is a little different. Mm -hmm. So I, and obviously you know I was gone for a while for personal reasons, and so I'm like, who embraced me? What year was I embraced? Da-da-da. Like, that wasn't all necessarily solidified. And that stuff's important. It is important. Because they may not Mm -hmm. Yeah, be actually gone. Yeah, because my character was 100% All of of our desires are still around. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the burden but of being immortal. That was the crazy thing to me is that sitting down at the table, though, all of a sudden I was like, oh, there's who is this person? And I guess that's who she is. Mm-hmm. So you had the same experience? Yeah. Well, I'm playing a gangrel who's on the path of gregarious. <laughs> You're talking it's, uh, it's a humanity. I totally path. know which He's one on it is. Now I can't think either. This is not path of the woods. No. Path of breath. Okay. Path of breath, which basically, I'm a gangrel who can't be a loner. Mm. I have to seek out companionship. Awesome. That's mm-hmm. the way I maintain my connection with humanity 
is to be around other people. He's Greek or the gregarious gangrel. That's an economy. Greek or the gregarious gangrel, yes. He is. Oh, yeah, you were in the chat room. And he's Scottish. He is. He's gangrel. And I am a Samisi uh, path of metamorphosis, I think it is. Of course. And yeah, and so, and I have Zulu. Yeah, no, I do horrible, horrible things on the battlefield. But my character was all about the being kind of entitled, imperious, nobility, Samisi, and because of her mortal existence. So that was more what I played than this sort of monster. I mean, her the concept is mother of monsters. <coughs> um, right. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm going to have a lot of Between fun. Between L5R and Vampire, I've never spent more time researching history and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Ever. Yeah. I mean, it's like, if I roll up a paladin in D&D, I'm ready to go. But right. I, I, I swear to God, if you play a vampire game or you play an L5R game, you're spending weeks researching shit. <clears throat> it's true. And, and in fact, as the character goes, as the game goes, you're still looking stuff up. It's an amazing journey and an amazing learning yep. experience. But that game is... You can't just yeah. roll up a character and start playing. It, you, no. you really can't. No. Well, you can, then you wind up with Scully. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Uh, Gregor the Gregarious Gaelic Gangrel from Glasgow. That's awesome. Oh, Thank you, Jenny. Yeah. So, I didn't play in any games. Mm-hmm. However, I have a super secret project in the works that involves Moment of Truth, which I'm not going to talk what? about right now. Wait, what? Yes, I do. Oh, there's all kinds of irons in the fire now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, now, yeah. That, now that the rules oh. are settled, doing and, a moment of truth thing, and it's laid out. It's laid out. But um, I want to do a moment. I'm also of truth what thing. I'm. That's awesome. Okay, I'll I'll tell you about it. Yeah. Uh, what I'm also really excited about is this Sunday, two days from now. Sunday, two Sunday, days. Sunday. Uh, Dave Kazay is running a. It's a gumshoe derivative system, which I can't remember the name of. Bubble gumshoe. No, it's it's. Um, no, we there's bubblegum too. No, but it's it's, but it's not. We were um, we were talking about running Cthulhu in horror games, and he said, "I will run a horror game for you guys." And I was like, "Awesome, do it!" So he's running a horror game. There is a uh, I forget what it's called. If he's Trail in the chat room, of Cthulhu, no, it's it's dark something something. I think if he's in the uh, yeah. chat room, maybe he, he could is. Yeah, what it, it up. I, I know there's a gumshoe version. I have it. There's a gumshoe version of Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, it's not that, which is fantastic. Yeah, by the way. <laughs> um, but I, I'm so I'm really looking forward to that. That starts this Sunday. And I think we're going to be doing it monthly. Okay, but I have to drive my ass to Santa Monica for that. So Monthly, uh, yeah, that's yeah. about as far as that's <gasps> really? like the opposite end of the world for you. You're totally, like yeah. one end of LA, yeah, and he's, he's on the other. other end. End. That's yeah. like a gumshoe's trails of Cthulhu. No, but it's a it's a it's a gumshoe-like no, system. No, or no what's the, what's the Savage Worlds one? Isn't that I thought that was Trails of Cthulhu. That's no Trails of Cthulhu is the Robin D. Laws one. The um, Realms of Cthulhu. Realms of Cthulhu. Yeah. That's the other yeah. one. Yeah, I can never remember. Trailer. I I played oh. in Max uh, Werewolf game. Oh yeah, uh, you guessed it, huh? I guessed it. I actually had time off last week, uh, and uh, I I had a lot of fun. I actually was watching the you know you follow up these things, and I I was drunk, and I texted Max and said I have a great idea for a character, and she says I'm in, I'm good, that's cool, let's work this in. I said the only time I can do it is this point. And she worked me in, and it was where both of us, uh, me being who I am, I'm like, I need to have my character, I need to make sure I have my stats, because combat might happen. And she's like, uh, here's some stuff, just it'll be fine. I'm like, no, but I need this, I need this, and she, it's fine. Mac runs a great game. 
She's fun. She's funny. She and she knew exactly what I needed to run this game. And, and at the at, in the end, she was right. I really didn't need that much. I had a great time. Uh, I'm not going to say what happens because I'm not sure it's posted yet. But it was a lot of fun. I'm not sure. I don't know if it went up this week or it's going. But up if, if you're not watching Razor Ridge, watch <coughs> Razor Ridge. Uh, it, there's freaking werewolves, man. Yeah, in the old west. Uh, Fear itself. That's the game. Yeah, yes. Fear itself. I that's just it. I just got a text that said that. Just yeah. want, just yeah. wanted, and I'm supposed to tell you via text. Oh dear God! Is I know. It from Dave. This is uh, fun. No, this one is uh, Lokio and also uh, someone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, several people. Tyler just said, uh, "Glad you're back. If it had been just Tim on tonight, I'd have bailed a half an hour ago." <laughs> tell him I said that. Tyler, that, that's your friend. That's oh, yeah. that's awesome. At some point, I'm going to sit down for a stream and take a shot every time you fuckers say agency. <laughs> We're done. We're done. I know, done. But they're they're true. It's true. Tyler's kind of a professional asshole. Thank didn't you. you didn't didn't you used to get paid <laughs> to like to like harass people? Yes, Tyler? he did. Yeah. He, yeah. Did. he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah he was a he did, used to do a Don Rickles larp. <laughs> oh my god! More than that, but I think, was, I think his job <laughs> was to, he got fired because he's too tall. <laughs> I saw Don Rickles once. Hey, Don Rickles was so <laughs> If Tyler can miserable. be as clever as Don Rickles, I mean, oh, he's oh my God. you're not, not Tyler, even you're no Don Rickles. Not even one quarter. No, Tyler not even. is a million times funnier than Don Rickles. No, that's <laughs> I, not. Don't Oh my God. Don't I tell him that. Him. No, it's true. He, oh does, God. he doesn't need I can hear his head expanding from here. Yeah. No, Don Rickles? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll hear all I don't about know. this on the That was in a And Tyler really fucked up when he moved. Yeah, should have stayed. No, yeah, life. You totally should have stayed. Okay, I know, but fuck life. Yeah, no, don't. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, wife? that's low. That's life. And awesome, that's and he has an awesome job. You, you follow your haughty wife has a great job. job. Come on. No, he's, uh, he's doing he, really well up there. Tyler but. says, uh, "I love Eugenia, but you're wrong." About <laughs> what? Rickles? I don't know. I don't oh, know. Rickles probably. <laughs> no, seriously, have you ever seen him live? It was. I was. Uh, have you? You know that feeling when you're embarrassed for somebody. Like, but you're way more embarrassed for them than they are for themselves. That was me watching Don Rickles. I'm pretty sure that everybody who watches the oh. show feels that about me because I'm pretty Dude, sure. You <laughs> stole my joke, man. That that's my life. You stole my joke. Sorry. Oh, you were wrong you about Rickles. She's, yeah. yeah, that's no, what I thought. Okay. It's, it's, I don't it's know. It was really now. uncomfortable because he's still doing the same humor. I guess he was doing, you know, when it was okay to do that kind of humor. He's just. Oh. It was just like. Oh. Well, he's got to be in his nineties now, right? I think he's you no, know, he's still alive. He's as old as plate tectonics, and the guy is really old ancient. as plate tectonics. Guys, I mean, seriously, he's and, hilarious. In but movies. here's the thing about his humor is that it's it's dangerous humor. The guy used to like have to escape through back doors and stuff back in his youth. He's he's like the seat of sarcasm. He was like the Lenny Bruce of the fifties. Oh, he died April six, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. born yeah. in nineteen twenty six. But a, but remember, this guy's a Navy guy. I mean, he yeah. saw horrors and stuff, and, and so his humor is all like, yeah. And you hockey puck was mild <laughs> compared to what his actual stand up was like. I mean, it was, it was blue. No, but, it was. And his life was yeah. Anyway, his I I always he always scared me as a kid, and, and only Don later Rickles? when I got to be a, yeah, because he was just yeah. mean. And yeah. You'd see him in movies, you'd see him in shows, and he was just mean. I didn't get it. You'd see him on the Mike Douglas show, and you're like, yep. this guy's an asshole. And then I realized later, when you become old and bitter like I am, I'm like, that guy's a fucking genius. He's <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The chat room is killing me. They're so funny. <laughs> Navy guys see lots of whores. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
was Arson Crafts. All right. Arson Crafts, dude, awesome. <laughs> a pun master, obviously, with his name. Arson I know. Crafts. But, uh, yes. He couldn't have died are, in April. Amazing. It's still January. 2017, Tyler, not 2018. Oh, actually, Tyler. <laughs> if you were paying attention. Did I say 2018? Because I meant 2017. I totally would have wanted him to be my friend, though. Like, he's one of Don those Rickles? old timers. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I always want all those old school people to be my friend. Yeah. Have you Tim ever Conway. seen. Yeah. Well, Tim yeah. Conway. I met Tim Conway. And yeah. it's the only time I. You geeked out. Well, yeah. When you, when you work on shows, it's rude to, like, lose your shit in front of the people. I lost my shit. Fucking Tim Conway. Of right? course. Who would you? What would you do? And yep. he was very cool. But I was like, uh, yeah. Did you shit your pants or cower in the corner? I I was trying to be clever, and he outrolled me. Of course he did. And then he <laughs> yeah. got a ten to twelve. Exactly. So got to geek out. I rolled a one, and he rolled a twenty. Isn't and he that was a percent- percentile system? Mostly. There's a a series about stand-up comics, and it's kind of about the comedy store. That's that's Mm what's-his-name's mother, right? Uh, Yeah. uh, Polly Shore. Uh, yep. Polly Shore. Ritzy Shore. Yes. What's her name? Mitzi Shore. Mitzi Shore. Yes. Mitzi, yeah. Mitzi Shore is the mother, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really? It's kind of yes. about her. It's not her. Polly Shore isn't famous because he's funny. He's famous because he was. His, his mother owned, owned the comedy was, store. Comedy store. Yeah. yeah. He was on MTV. Uh, you didn't know that? I had no idea. Yeah. That, That's that why explain, he got a movie. Doesn't that explain <laughs> Polly Shore? It totally <laughs> does. Holy crap. <laughs> right. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey buddy. Hey, buddy. Got some killer nuts chilling with the whistle. Oh. Now. But but <laughs> there's a series. I think it's called "I'm That's Dying fantastic. Up Here." Yeah, yeah. Have it's you seen it? Out. It's out. It's out right now on Hulu. I've just heard about it, it on uh, Netflix. I don't remember what it's Pete on. Pete Holmes, I think, is the guy who's it's, it's about. It but is. It's, it's about a, a starving comic trying to make it. And it's but it's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, because it's kind of an ensemble cast. Yeah. And Sarah Silverman's in them, it. No, Sarah Silverman's not in it. It hasn't have anyone I recognize. It's all young young actors. I'm dying up here. Or I'm, Okay. Never mind. You, Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong maybe. name. But it, it it's about sort of the the comedy store and the comics around it. But they like get together in the bar afterwards and they are fucking busting each other's nuts left and right. And the the mental quickness of these people is fucking yeah. staggering. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um Dorothy Parker used to hang around the Algonquin <gasps> round table. And it was all about quips and being clever yes. and who could have clever and who could have quip mm-hmm. the next person. I think that when you get, and the bloggers do it too, right. I think when you Not get like a bunch this. of clever people. Listen, when oh Johnny God. shows up and John shows up right. and and Bill shows up and you're there and I'm there. You know what's the Algonquin round, round table now? Is fucking Twitter. No. Because, no, there are some funny because ass trolls funny. Show up. No. But there still are some them. way <laughs> funny, not famous people on Twitter. That I think it's I one just thing, think they're so bright. I think it's one thing to be able oh, yeah, to, to take your them, time yeah. and craft and craft yeah. a, 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 and a reply. It's another thing to be on that fast. Yeah. I know that fast. That's true. That's that's a skill. I've seen Bill do it. I've seen Johnny oh, yeah. do it. And yep. I, and sometimes you just sit back and go. Whoa! Yeah, Tyler's like that. Bill's like that. Yeah. They just, they just, they blow you away, and all of a sudden you're like, I, I'm completely outclassed. Don't, don't even know I'm standing here. It's not minding the store. That's not the name. The aristocrats. No. The oh, aristocrats. That's, what I, that's what I thought it was. Is that that? I think it's called "I'm Dying Up Here" or something like that. Because the aristocrats has that. What's the joke that everybody tells at the end? And Saget's uh, got like the bluest with a gr- version with of it. Well, everybody has a, a different. The setup is always different, but yeah. the ending, the punchline is "Where yeah. the aristocrats." Right. Yeah. Well, we actually have emails. It's a terrible shaggy dog story. I know. It All right. That was fascinating. Playing without a GM from James in New Jersey. Howdy, Stu and the Jackalopes. 
It's James from Nij. 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 I'm on the forum and Discord, but haven't posted much. I'm writing to share a tool <laughs> with you that can can be used to help out the GM or even replace it altogether. Damn those words. The mythic GM. I don't know about you, but my GM's a tool to begin with. <laughs> the mythic GM emulator, along with other tools developed by Word Mill Games. Uh, wordmillgames.com Is this a long advertisement? It might be. Hmm. Uh, can uh, can be used uh, to answer all sorts of questions uh, that the players would normally ask the GM. The system, uh, the, the systems in the books can help. I've heard of Mythic. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember where. Uh, to take the story in a new and unexpected direction, I am one of the GMs that would probably rather be playing but GM out of a desire to explore new worlds with my players, and these tools can help me discover them alongside my players. I even successfully used this in combination with FFG Star Wars uh, game to play an enti- entirely with the laptop as our GM. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, it is. But I like GMing. Uh, it worked <laughs> right. <laughs> if you didn't GM, you'd never meet people. That's fair, cop. Well, I, I do go to work. <laughs> okay. Um, it works by using a lot of tables. No. And I, I also commute, and I'm surrounded by millions of people in You're other cars. Every single day. <laughs> You're witty. <laughs> However, there are a number of online and app implementations of the system that take out a lot of the lookups and can drastically speed up play. I created one of these uh, integrate. I created one that integrates into Google Docs called Solo Roleplay Tools. There's a Bitly reference there. I'll put that mm-hmm. in the show notes if I remember. Uh, or either that, or ask me on the forum, and I'll put it on the forum. Um, uh, that includes a few t- different tools from both Wordmill Games and others. However, just recently. Uh, uh, she has released a brand new book called Mythic Variations 2 that really streamlines a lot of the rules and makes the system much easier to run at the table and it includes rules to help determine NPC actions as well. I haven't tried to play with the new rules um, yet, but the but the book includes lots of examples on how to use the system. Good gaming and thanks for con- consistently good content. P.S. I stole the Bond's history connections from Powered by the Apocalypse for my Pokemon game, and my players loved it, and it made for an enjoyable session zero with immediate connections between all of the yep. PCs, which really helped jumpstart the game. I would recommend that that to anyone, no matter what system they're running. A Pokemon game? Awesome. I wanna be the very best. As long as no one ever heard the only Pokemon game I would them all. play them all. is Sorry. something that S. Yeah. John Ross put out a little while ago. It was called Pokethulu. <gasps> That's awesome. Does it come out of a little ball? Uh, the shining dodecahedron they come out of. <laughs> I, I might have that song on my phone. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the Adult Swim <laughs> show with, like, with all the superheroes living together in a house? Yeah. Dr- uh, 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 drawn, uh, together. drawn together. Yeah. God, that was funny. And yeah. One of my favorite episodes is like they have, there's a Pikachu character. Yeah. And and everybody sort of ignores him. He's doing dishes or whatever. And one day, I think like a pizza dishes. guy or the pizza or the, or the postman shows up, and he tears them apart, and they're all horrified. He's like gnashing on the bones. Like, <laughs> pika pika, and they're all like, <gasps> and they totally realize how gnarly 
<laughs> a, a, a freaking Pikachu can be. The <coughs> a freaking Pikachu. It just reminded me of something you talked about a dodecahedron. Did you ever see the big brass um, uh, D twenty on uh, yes. Uni- Union? Yes. Yes. Um, in fact, we need to do a photo shoot there. Not only do we need a photo shoot, we need some chalk and draw numbers on. It. I need to. <laughs> I need to be lying under it, and you're all pointing at me. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought of it. It's put a one on top of it. when you're pulling on a target, Where you're like, there's this? a big D20. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I've, I've thought about this. This is a photo op. All the uh, time. There, there's a target uh, uh, between Colorado and Union. And okay. Union's a one-way street, so you can only see it going if you're going north on, on the It's on the corner with another street, but it, I don't remember It's like right street. in somebody's like, entryway. Into, like, it's building. a building, yeah. It's like a little office building that has a sculpture. And this thing's big. I mean, it's probably yeah, it's four feet diameter. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a, a dodecahedron. Yeah, the, the shape. We should go in there with numbers. You should. So you can be crushed by the one or the 20 or the... Yeah. Or just That's put a amazing. one on top of an and next to go. There's so many photo ops though. Just and I, I guarantee you that if we go there and start doing shoots, if somebody come out and go gamers, yeah, we, we get you guys every week. Just make sure you dust the it, chalk it, off. Right. If you're if you're going to do a stork picture, put a one on every face. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Including mine. There you go. That's a t-shirt. Searching yeah, far awesome. and wide, it's Pokemon to understand so, the power that's inside. Sorry. <laughs> so, was this an actual question or just advertising? No, it was just. It wasn't advertising. He's just saying that's oh a, a thing to look at. I spent last weekend watching a bunch of '80s cartoons. That was maybe a mistake. Yeah, it was. What's the worst one? The one that, the one that you were, thought awesome. you were good. They're all pretty. Oh, awesome. yeah. Even Captain Planet. And I don't think I saw Captain Planet. They're awful. But they're yeah, no, awful. they're awesome. I have. I never. By that '80s, I stopped watching Saturday morning cartoons. No. They weren't what? Saturday mornings. Yeah, at this point, they were like when you got home at like two or three. So basically, no, they were w- aimed at the Stone College crowd. There was a whole bunch. There was a whole bunch of them that them. were on Saturday mornings. Thundar. Thundar. Yeah. He met with. He met Okay. All right. He met with afternoon. Thundar is fucking Ninja awesome. Ninja Turtles. First of all, Jack Kirby Hello. created Thundar. Yeah. Yeah. Never watched it. Never uh, watched that. Never Thundar watched He-Man. Awesome. Any of that. Thundar true. was Commandy. I mean, yeah, Thundar is like a post-apocalyptic world yep. with sorcery. I mean, Thundar. Yeah. Don't get me started. I really, in fact, when we did the whole GURPS interview, we talked about that. Sorcery I'm like, and, and we even brought science. up Ukla the Mock. And I remember yeah. Ukla, the you know way Ukla yep. was named Ukla? Because they found them at UCLA. And the fabulous Sunsword. The fabulous Sunsword. It was a fabulous Sunsword. It was. Do you remember Wait Till Your Father Gets Home? Yes. Wait till your, your father, father gets. Until your father gets. Wait till your father gets home. <laughs> and, and everybody thinks Family Guy's clever. <laughs> well, what? that was. That that show was 1970s. Yeah, it was 70s. Yeah. It was the 70s, I and that was honestly thought I was the only person in the world who I remember that show because I I always ask people about that show. polluter people it, polluter oh. <laughs> when mom was pregnant it's when it was it was <laughs> it was done in such a neat artistic way where like the the uh, borders around it didn't actually have anything it was all just kind of in the center the drawing and like people would just their feet would disappear because it would go into that air so super cool yeah. I think they did it because it was. I cheap guarantee to do it you, that the way. Family Guy is based on that because that, I mean that's that's the whole <coughs> blueprints right there. Even the voice is similar. That's nice. and, and the voice was Tom Bosley. Yeah, oh, Tom, yeah it was. It, it was, was, it was Tom, Tom Bosley. Yeah, Happy, Happy Days Dad. Yeah, he was the ubiquitous dad. But there was the, oh, the was neighbor. All of that. It's so all at the long fa- ago. Watch Family Guy and then go watch Wait Till Your Father Gets Home and you go or hmm. or Simpsons. No, yeah, Simpsons not so a little much. different. Yeah, it doesn't have the, nearly the political. Yeah, comedy. yeah, that's true. I never watched Family Guy. I've never seen one episode. Me either. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Boom! 
I know, I've heard. Okay. Yeah. It makes me laugh. I, know. I got told one one too many times that I needed to watch it. I know. Right. <laughs> so you know what? No, I, I totally. And, and, I'm one of those and that was the no, time. me too. Yeah, you yeah. were like you were on the fence, and yeah. now it's no. No, I'm not. Gonna yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ET. I've never seen ET. I know. I forgot oh, you, about that. Oh, no, nah, you don't need to see ET. I'm not going to see ET. I'll tell you. Do you want me to tell you how it ends? Sure. Okay. Yeah, they all, they all fly away. Okay. Um, on bikes. Have you ever watched Stranger Things? Real quick. Uh, I watched the first season, but I need to watch it again because I don't remember much from it. Okay. Before I watch the second season, you were my so daughter, high. Real, my do- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, yeah. I, I want to throw this in, probably because you don't get to hear this very mm-hmm. much. But Tyler just said you're right that Family Guy even looks like. I haven't even wait till your father. I don't think home. I don't think I've ever heard. I, is Tyler feeling okay? Have you got the flu, man? <laughs> I don't think I'm sick. He's ever. probably sick. Yeah, he mu- you're not. Feeling he's probably at home. He's sick. not. Feeling it's the only reason he's listening. But that's why I wanted to break. I'm just, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna ignore that comic because I don't. The think influenza it's virus probably got into his spinal column, so he's paralyzed and he can't change. I think you're right. Turn off his. He's texting with his nose on his phone. Yeah, it's very uncharacteristic. All right. It would work. First time listener from Australia. Australia. An apple. Apple. You up, Gina? Oh, sure. I'll be up. Oh, Uh I see what I see. What you're doing? Uh, Hello, Stu and the Doucheroos. Sorry for the horrible grammar in advance. Costa here. Uh, Midas carrots on the forum. Long time listener, but first time emailer. Thank you for that. First, take a drink. As I regale you, I'm trying to open my thing with the bear. Here, you got. You no, know, I was oh, cheering. You didn't drink out of the bottle. I, See, I, I got I'm running out of things to drink. Oh, the bear! A bear bottle opener. Mm-hmm. See the bear bottle opener. Uh, the bear? Yeah, it's a bear. I think I got, you the got bear. your bear opening your bear. Uh, yep. The bear with the bear. <laughs> uh, take a drink as I regale Just you did. with an email that hopefully doesn't end up being as long as Jibs regularly were. Oh, you're safe. Damn. Damn! He is yeah. not even listener. close. Because Jib, Jib has written an email no, it's in all good. years, many, yeah, many years. years. I've thought of writing them anonymously. <laughs> I've thought about that too. But right? I, I, yeah. I know because I have experiences. Uh, I am. I have experiences. <laughs> I am contacting you through the World Wide Web. Ooh, high tech. Yeah, I know. From lonely old of tubes. Adelaide, Australia. You know, I think I just Adelaide. sent a care package of jeans uh, and shirts to you Adelaide. You really? You yes. Did. We had someone who had a. a, 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 a was it like a game. We actually have a video of it. Did you yep. not see it? I did. It's I did. On, okay. What? Yeah, they I sent they they bought all um someone bought a gift for someone else and it was like all the CDs <coughs> and then all the shirts. Oh, nice! Whoa! It oh, all the Boggart CDs? Yeah, it might be. That's, that's quite awesome. a catalog. Well, the ones that are in print. Oh, okay. Uh, that's awesome. Eight. Eight. Okay. Oh, I can't do this like you, Stu. If you prefer to read the rest of this with a, I can't do it. Very. Sh- Shouty. If you prefer to read, read the, rest the rest of this, of this email this. with a very shouty Australian accent, I won't I'll stop you. you. <laughs> uh, I have been role playing since. Stu does everything very shouty. Late, <laughs> late high school, <laughs> when I was about seventeen, after a two-year hiatus for reasons I will mm-hmm. go into in another email. If you would like a horror story, uh, I was forced. <coughs> brought back into the medium by some good friends and have never looked back. 
On my 21st birthday, I was introduced to your podcast in passing by the crew at System Mastery. Wow, nice. I know. And for the next two years, I have done an Andy Dufresne from (laughs) Shawshank Redemption. Right. That is to say, slowly slogged through your (laughs) shit-filled backlog (laughs) to come out the other side a better role player. Andy Dufresne. Well played. That is through a, a lovely, tunnel of shit. lovely metaphor. Well, let me tell you, mm-hmm. Andy Dufresne crawled through a tunnel of shit. <laughs> you fuckers, <laughs> take a drink. Okay, take a drink. I don't want any drink. I had a beer. I was so close to the end, and I could see the light of oh, what is this? You start releasing actual plays and keep spoiling them on the main podcast, so I just can't ignore them and have to listen to them, too. But in all seriousness, they are some of the best games I have heard. I especially love the Inukai game, which Mm. got me to run an L5R game for my mates. And I am thoroughly enjoying the Masks and Savage Worlds Rifts games. Nice. Savage Worlds Rifts has ended, because we we finished the story. And Masks, yeah. But thank you for listening. Uh, still more content, though. Yep. Uh, now I have uh, for you a choice for when I message back. Would you prefer prefer to hear about one a horror story? So chat room, you should vote on this. Number one Can would we be vote a horror story. Sure. Okay, I want to. You're a people. I'm a pe- I'm a person. You're a people. Yeah. Oh, number one is gold. Yeah, a yeah. horror story from a convention of neckbeard proportions. Yeah. Or two, the horror story of why I stopped role playing. I the vote for one. Is yours. I'm putting in my vote for one. I love I neckbeards. I love neckbeard stories. <laughs> I don't know. I got more email to read, so you guys I'm gonna, can vote. I'm going to say, I'm gonna vote, I'm gonna, here's, here's my vote. Yeah. I'm going to vote for one with the uh, option of having two show up next week. I. Because we need to hear of, both. Uh, yeah, want, it's kind of I definitely want both. Yeah. I want both, but two I would. It sounds almost, tragic to me. I, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I kind of want to hear number two. I would like to hear number two because it could be like an, yeah. Im- an important lesson. Because he started again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Stu, I wanted to say that midway through season 19, you mentioned that you are a post-game prepper because you come up with stuff on the fly and then add it to your story later in a way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I thought I was the only one, so thank you for <laughs> yeah. making my day with those comments. <laughs> I, know. I like this guy. It's like, it's, it's, it's like I don't know what would the analogy be. It's like putting a, a blank jigsaw puzzle together and then sticking a picture on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Got all these pieces. Say, hey, look! Yet. I put it together right. <laughs> it's so much easier. <laughs> like pleasuring yourself after you've had sex. Okay, never mind. Maybe I've, maybe I've taken the analogy into that creepy I place. Oh, well, I call that. How much sweet. longer after? <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you're not saying no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Like hey, I had no idea. Older, I, I head too close to home. Maybe <laughs> that's all for now. Uh, thanks, thank you to everyone on the podcast for brightening the days of this young up and comer. With over one thousand hours of content being produced by you, miserable bastards. Miserable, thank you. Thank you really? for identifying me. Yes. Yeah, that's. Like, well, a, it has I to suppose be now. with the AP and a huzzah. Yeah. A thousand yes. hours. 
Now for the shameless plugs time. On season 20, episode 17, my friend Dan messaged into the show Lieutenant? about Lieutenant oh Dan. Sergeant Dan or Lieutenant Dan. There's a Sergeant Dan that yep. writes in. But he's from the States. Ah. <clears throat> uh, messaged into the show about a tale of diabetic crisis. I do remember that story. I yes. was the one helping him run around for over a mile to try to find this poor lad. Who is going into a low sugar coma? Jesus, that is not good. No, I thought I'd mention the club he was referring to in greater detail. Yeah, that was a whole weird thing. We were like, yeah, it was like the whole game. Well, right. to find that. Uh, <coughs> club SA is a business in Adelaide dedicated to fun games, affordable food, and a space for everyone to enjoy. We pride ourselves on our inclusive nature and make sure everybody has a good time. Boy, you guys must stand out like a sore thumb in Australia. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Sorry. That was low-hanging fruit. I'm sorry. Rooms are rentable for all your gaming needs, and we have up for role players a library of books for you to check out and use with everything from D&D 3.5 to Old World of Darkness to AD&D and much more uh, much much more every night we have themed gaming nights from card gaming to console gaming to role playing gaming nights best of all it's in the center of Adelaide on Gouger Gouger Street uh, known to the locals as the Chinatown Markets okay hold on a second Yeah, I, I just started thinking okay they've got some sort of place some sort of structure with a bunch of gaming rooms or tables. Sure. No one's going to pay a lot of money to rent a gaming space, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to be okay. expensive. And they have affordable food. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, Adelaide must be like a little small place where land is super cheap. Because, I mean, if you try to do that here, you'd have to have a millionaire backing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to. Adelaide has 1.198 million people in it. It's a major town. It's yeah, a major... It's that's not a... That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's a small town in Australia. Yeah, it's all the cast. There used to be <laughs> Like all the towns in Australia. Up in Burbank, and I can't remember the name of it, but once a month they Game did... House? No. It, it was literally a Glendale. house, though. That's in Glendale. Yeah, and they would have different gaming rooms, and it was free. Really? I went there once with um, There has to be a wealthy benefactor And uh, my friend Morgan And actually I went a couple times uh, And with Mook But yeah it was the same thing where it was like this Old sort of Victorian house With like all these rooms with gaming in them No kidding Yeah That's awesome Yeah I wonder I can't remember what it was called That is pretty awesome Spare some garage space You (laughs) should have got really hammered And just walked into the magic castle uh, <laughs> no, because I wouldn't have been dressed appropriately it, from it Magic Castle. Exactly and they would have like the Magic We were playing poker and I lost every hand. <laughs> Magic Castle, you have to be all fancy dressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they want you, I they want you in, out. in uh, uh, like, business attire, I think. Yeah, fancy yeah, jacket and tie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I know I know a couple of people that are yeah, me too. members of yeah. that. I wouldn't. Really? I've never been. I've never been. I'd like it's to go. fun. I bet it's, it's fun. fun. Sure. See, I love close up magic, like what someone Dude, like yeah. with, a, with a deck of cards or something mm-hmm. like that. I love watching that shit because I, I like looking at it and seeing if I can figure. And I can never can. Well, that's the I'm thing I hate about it. it. Right? I'm like I'm like here's a card. It's gone. You're a jerk. <laughs> 
like, you know the car didn't actually e- evaporate. You know he, it's a trick. And You're it's too like, stupid and you can't to know where that card went. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it fascinating. Hate it. It's it. Magic Castle is really fun. I I, I um, when I was on the small fair circuit, I was a jester for a magic show. The 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 magician magician. I use that term. Which, which fair is this at? We did uh, all the small ones. Corona, oh, Santa see, Barbara. So it wasn't Joe. No, no, okay, no. Right. It was it was um, a dude who stole his act from Joe. <laughs> oh, really? And and I, I just made fun of him on stage. That's what I did. Okay. And, but he was a member. We went all the time, and then uh, we, we I think we went once or twice with Tyler and Kate. And it's it's fun. It's really fun. If you haven't been, you should go once. Where is this? I do want to go. Magic Castle. Magic Castle. Magic Castle. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it's super fun. It's a really good time. I can get you tickets. Bob Parker, who um, may or may not be around anymore, can get I you tickets. We, we have connections. We, you can get yeah. tickets. Yeah. But the neat thing about it is, like you say, uh, and it and it, they have special guests that show up and stuff and do things there, but uh, it is a bastion of that sleight of hand. Yeah. That I love that shit. That full contact. I think that would it's be awesome. I just and I can't do it. No. I've, I've you, tried. You, well, we spent hours alone locked in a room memorizing D&D rules as opposed to working out card tricks. It's, right. card tricks, it's yeah. the same yeah. mindset. Right. They just they just took their autism in a different direction. Or practicing <laughs> or practicing bazooki. Yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> You're a musician adored by thousands of people and he's locked in a room trying to make a card disappear. But when he does it, he can't tell how he does right. it. That's the amazing part. That's Everyone knows how I play bazooki because it's so wide here. There is a Facebook link though for uh, that yeah. club and it's it, if Facebook. you search Yep, but the Pop Club S-A. And the T-P-C and S-A are capitalized. Yep. I don't know if that matters. Well, just like Facebook, it's the exclusivity that makes it enchanting. Yeah, because Facebook's really exclusive. I was was supporting social network. Hey, Facebook, I want my $3 back, by the way. I want my $3. $3. What are you talking about? Uh, because I played a game, I played Neverwinter Nights like probably a million years ago, and apparently I have three dollars in my balance, and I keep looking up how I can just get my three dollars back and not play a goddamn game. And there's no place I can. Zuckerberg spent it. Yeah. Huh? He put a satellite over. Oh, you know what? There it would cost Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg would make more money not spending it than yeah. he would to spend exactly. that $3. But I want, I want my three dollars back. How do I get my three dollars? I don't know who I was. I don't remember yeah. who I was talking to, but there, there, there's, uh, there's trouble afoot for people who have uh, in-game purchases. If it's stuff that you can also game to, yeah, loot boxes, yeah, that whole thing. Oh, it, it, yeah, there's trouble on the boxes, horizon. But you can also get them randomly. Yeah, yeah. because Ew. there are people that are that are making the argument, maybe rightfully so. But it's gambling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. And gambling, you have to publish odds and do all <coughs> yep. kinds of stuff, yep. at least, you know, depending where so you are. So we got a PPS drink, love Midas Carrots on the forum. Wow, that is the longest email ever. Not even close, pal. No, you're yeah. very good. No, that's, and your that grammar that was fine. ever written. Not that we've that's ever yeah. okay. received. Now, just good remember, job. we want horror stories. Both yeah, yeah. We want both. Yeah, yeah we all really do. We want both. Yeah. We really do. I, the whole voting thing's awesome, but we was really do want winner? both. They don't have to be on the same email. Please don't. You can space them apart by a couple of months. But and here it was a two to one on the, at least on the All on your the one horror issue. stories are belonging to us. I choose three. I choose one. I don't three, see, I don't see any twos. <laughs> I just see ones. Okay. okay. So one is the first one you should do. There the Neckbeard Convention. Yep. Neckbeard Convention. But, yep. but we need but both. But please send them both. Because 
We don't get we don't get enough horror stories. No, it used to be every episode, and now we don't. Oh, and, I think it's oh, time and by the way, anonymous group. Like, this, is, right? this isn't actually political, but, but it occurred to me the other day. I was I looking, at, I was looking at a picture. I was looking at a picture of Harvey Weinstein. And if you there ever need, if yes. you ever need to describe a neckbeard to someone, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right? You're absolutely right. Right? Yeah. It's got it's like it, go- it goes all the way and it's like he's got this like he's got like this big old jolly thing yeah. and it's just it's bearded and it's truth. I'm I'm not church. All all the other stuff dislocated from that. The picture of Harvey Weinstein is your typical neckbeard. I would totally grow a like a big, huge neck beard for like a video, shoot, video shoot or something. I can't stand the itching. Yeah, I you, know. should, you should grow up for the next con. I have enough time. Yeah. You do have enough time. I don't, don't have do enough it. hair dye. <laughs> <laughs> you could to totally a, cosplay a him. Pink beard. All right. Pink oh, purple. I'll get some manic panic purple. purple. Okay. Characters changing in unexpected ways from Chris in Osaka. Don't read the note to Stu. That's oh, him saying. Oh, I was going to make a joke. Go ahead, read the note to Stu. <laughs> Dude, oh, go. Okay. Go to. Note to Stu. This letter has a few parts a thank you, an apology, a discussion topic, and a summary of game events that spark the topic. <coughs> Feel free to cut any you deem unnecessary or uninteresting. Okay, that was Chris's email. <laughs> Thank you very much. This is Chris in Osaka. P.S. <laughs> okay, thank you. That was good. That was worth it. Thank it was. You. I know. I, I, it was. Okay, I'm going to try this here. Akemashi te omedeto gozaimasu, douchebags. You have the worst Japanese accent. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't doing a Japanese accent. I was talking as me. Fucking gaijin. That means... Now, is that goze yeah, or gozai? Ah. Gozai. What did I say? Gozai must. You say goze. Oh, okay, whatever. I don't speak I don't Japanese. Know. I don't know. I don't know how he's spelling it phonetically. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> that means Happy New Year in Japanese, but to cover my bases regarding when this is nice. read, Happy Chinese New Year, Happy St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> and just in case, Happy Easter. Oh, he knows us. So he just typed in all caps, Z-A-I. But is that zai or zay? Yeah, Zay. or zay. Zai, I would say. Because in Japanese, the A is ah, always, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. Just like Spanish. Yeah. Right, let's it's, is it ah after I, except after... Zai. Yeah. Zai. So it's like a diphthong? Zai. Yeah. Like Gina said, what did you say? Zai. 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 Okay. It's Chris from Osaka. So that, should, that should be spelled Z-I... I would have done... E-E. Yeah. And is I would have done better if the actual like, Japanese was written down. Z E Y E dash E E. And is it long, long Z or like the like the maybe the European Z which is it I is it is it Zai or is it Zai? I don't know. Zai. Don't it's correct it's him. Zai. Don't correct him. Don't correct me. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chris from Osaka, hive mine on the internet. I before E except ever Gaijin. <laughs> Gaijin. Long time listeners. <laughs> don't correct him. Don't correct me. What? <laughs> <laughs> Long-time listener, semi-frequent forum poster, and rare emailer. Yes. If at all possible, I'd like to have this letter read by Gina, Proby Tim, or Stork. Evidently, he hates you, Stu. Wow, look at that. And all three of them are here. All three of them are How here. How the hell did that happen? That's amazing. I did not plan this. Any, no. one, of, any one of us except you. Except me, because he hates me. Because you hate no, Stu. No, he does. You have a special place in this No, No, he, re- he resents my, my hating of, of PBTA again. <laughs> no, he, he accepts you for who you are. <laughs> That's what we're supposed to do. He's, yeah. no, he is, he's very inclusive. 
Yes. <laughs> so it's okay that you hate the thing he loves. Like, I'd okay. like to. St- <laughs> I'd like to start with a thank you. <laughs> I began listening to the podcast around 2007 or 2008. I forget exactly when, but it That's was funny because f- we started it, it in 2009. <laughs> 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 I'm almost positive. Yeah. No, it was. It was 2010. <laughs> 2009. 2009. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is why he hates you. Ivy, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to help you out here, okay? I'm going to do some editing on the fly here. I'd like to start with a thank you. I began listening to the podcast around 2009. I forget exactly when, but it was a few years after I moved to Japan. God, you're making this. You're just. He's, 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 come on, let, let me read here. As long as everyone knows. He's been listening be, to us since before we started before doing this. Before yeah. it was popular. That's all I want to know. Even before then. Yes. (laughs) In addition to providing decent RPG-related advice, interesting discussions, and funny anecdotes, you all gave me something that perhaps most of your listeners don't need. English language company. That's awesome. See... I actually recognize this. I know know what he's going with this. See, my Japanese was, and still is, pretty bad. Although I had English-speaking friends and co-workers, I went home to an empty apartment for a number of years... Which gets pretty damn lonely. Had I been in the States, I'd have been able to go out to a local gaming store for social contact, but that was impossible due to the language barrier. It's incredibly lonely and depressing to be surrounded by people, yet be unable to converse with anyone beyond basic transactions. Dude, that's so sad. It is. Yeah, it's what happens when you're in a foreign country. Yeah. No, all the more uh, kudos and applause for... When, when I was in when doing I was in Denmark that. and I was going to school there and everybody in Denmark speaks English better than I do because they were all trained by that. by British people. Yeah, it was a long time. Anyway, wow. the point is there were times you're just walking around and you're in a bubble because everybody's speaking a language you don't really you know. You have very no well. idea what and they're, they're all, saying. It all sounds like they're speaking English backwards, <coughs> and then you'd hear English somewhere. Oh, it's like and me. you're like a bloodhound. You would zoom in. You're like, huh, are you? Are you are, do you speak English? No, no. I was just practicing. Uh, it's I'm really totally. From- that was me as a goth girl from Minnesota, uh, spending moving to California and spending two weeks in San San Diego and feeling like I was a Trafalgarian, like on the beach. <laughs> Wait, because I was like, Wait, why, why are people wearing shorts? It's Wait. like March. You're a goth girl. Recover. <laughs> There's a thing that happens. You, you, yeah. get, you get. I might be diluted, but even though in Denmark people could, could most of them could speak English, you get hungry yeah. for your own language, you, and you actually miss it. I remember watching television, and like I was oh, watching like, sure. terrible VH1 videos, and I got emotional when a when a Neil Diamond video for for Jonathan Livingston Seagull came on. I'm like, <gasps> it's in English. And it's <laughs> I know it was that. That just bad. sounds lonely. I, no, so I totally get it. Try it someday. Be be isolated. Well, more isolated. Never mind. I'm speaking to the wrong person. You'd be very happy. <laughs> the convert- my, well, my, my retirement plans are to move into the mountains, <laughs> where have, there's a population of like fifty. Have you picked out your cave yet? I'm gonna. Uh, it's your gonna cave. be a cabin. Uh, it's okay. a cabin. It's be a cabin. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna write my manifesto. Yep. <laughs> no. 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 I will. I'm gonna write my manifesto. It's going to be in the, in the form of a D and D module. Okay. <laughs> but it will spell out "fuck you." Your manifesto's going to I'm thinking Idlewild, all Arrowhead, or Big Bear. All you bastards who don't play GURPS anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let you do that. <laughs> I'm going to no, okay. See, by the time he retires, they're all going to be like communities. It's going to be terrible. Well, then it's going to be a smaller one. And Zachary's like, 
my son, he's ten. He want, he's he's totally like I want to go someplace where no one will mess with me. And, he, and I told him, I, I told my kids, I said, "This is what I'm thinking about doing." And they're and 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 Allie's like, "Well, what are you going to get?" I'm like, "It's not going to be until after you guys have moved out and are, are established, They're functional adults, yeah. right?" And Zachary's like, "Can I move with you?" I'm like, sure. <laughs> oh my god, what a cutie puppy! <clears throat> I'll need I need help chopping firewood. Sorry, <laughs> you totally will. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to get cold. Firewood chopper. Yeah. If he's not going to be able to play video games, sure. he's going yeah, to change his mind. Okay. At that point, the internet's going to be so okay. <laughs> I'll still be doing the show. <laughs> just commute's going to suck. Yeah, okay. yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll all be, in, we'll be awesome. on iron lungs, just uh, just you know, like we're wireless to each other. Yeah, just Go have ahead. ambulances wheel them up to yeah. the to the cabin. No, we just yeah, <laughs> virtual. I'm the only person who'll be able to breathe because yes. the air's so thin. Right, ten thousand feet. Yes, that's a monkey. Sorry, take six. Go ahead. Okay. The conversational nature Sorry. of the Happy Jacks podcast. Exactly. See, <laughs> right? you were just demonstrating it. Demo. <laughs> Boom. The, the conversational nature of the Happy Jacks podcast allowed me to feel, at least for a few hours a week, as if I was sitting in on a discussion of my favorite hobby conducted in English. Unless you've experienced it, I cannot explain how comforting it can be to simply hear your native language. He's right. I get that. Sometimes on particularly rough days, I would just play episodes of the backlog back to back to back just to have some English noise in the background while I did did chores or ran errands. I won't go so far as to say you saved my life, as things here never got that bad, but I will say you certainly made things more comfortable while I was still living alone. So a sincere... Thank you to all. Well, thank you. And thank he has been a long time listener. Yeah. In yes, fact, well, you know, he oh, came yeah. out to conventions and everything. I mean, he was, yeah. He's been listening for 12 years. We've done the math now. Yeah. 11. No, he's been listening for 11 years. <laughs> We've done the show for nine. <laughs> Next. Go ahead. Get your hand off my back. <laughs> Next. An apology. Are you physically moving away from Stu and I? No, I'm. I'm. I'm no, oh, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's turning towards Stark. Okay. Yeah, he's giving give Stork some loving. Okay. I'm, I'm giving Stork Don't some loving. Don't go past the second knuckle. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> like a dinner and a movie. Uh, everybody is surprised. Roll, I'm gonna. Roll. I'm gonna. I'm gonna channel Hivey. Yeah, roll to turn him on. Ready? Next, an apology. In the past, Stork, I've given you a lot of shit on the forums. Oh. Shit! Put your mic back on. Oh, see, the world is conspiring against you. See, well, this is actually, I just muted. No, I didn't mute you. It's like just, no. There you go. Now mic. you're muted. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Am I good? You're good. Can you hear me? Okay. All right. In the past, Stork. Listen, if you're going to give your vows, why do you keep screwing? I've given you a lot of shit on the forums for being wrong, especially regarding PBTA stuff. Yeah. I've I felt really bad about it, and I wanted to publicly apologize. Well, I've mostly been wrong. You've been right. I'm sorry, Stork. <laughs> Whoa. You are one of my favorite hosts, as you are the one who most often asks clarifying questions during discussions. You very often take on the role of the audience by asking things like, for those of us who haven't played this game, yep. or what does that mechanic mean to us listeners who don't know? Or even, if you're not familiar with this series, which really helps bring in those of us who don't have any experience with the thing being discussed or referenced. It's very much appreciated, so please keep doing it. Yeah, well, you know, if you're going to be a target, you might as well just make it easy, right? Yeah. How was that? I gave you a musical interlude for you. Oh, okay. Were there some some light music in the background? (laughs) No, I just played the anthem. Oh, okay. Now, 
What's it Mac did when I complimented her? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's a dinosaur arm. Dinosaur arm. Yeah. <laughs> Big head, small arms. We think that uh, we're moving on. Uh, oh shit! Uh, discussion. Discussion. On to my discussion topic: characters changing in unexpected ways. As mentioned on the podcast numerous times, role-playing games are an odd hobby where the players are simultaneously both participants and audience. Actual plays aside, a game session is a bit like actors putting on an improv play for no one but themselves, with the added wrinkle of rules and a randomizer. As Jib is fond of saying, sometimes you make a decision because it's what the character would do, sometimes you make a decision because it will be interesting for the story, and sometimes you make a decision because you're sitting around a table playing an effing game. Mm-hmm. Effing, effing was my part because I know right, he yeah. usually throws that in. That was Aww. editorialized. That was editorializing <clears throat> just for you, Jim. I think it's pronounced side. <laughs> <laughs> I'd argue that it's the randomizer, usually dice, that provides much of the entertainment and drama in games as it pushes the story and occasionally the characters off in unexpected ways. Absolutely. A string of critical successes that sees the party's improbable plan to infiltrate the unassailable fortress going off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. Exploding die... Co- uh, take two... Hello, I am no mere hedge mage. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Exploding dice on a sneak attack roll that kills the campaign villain in the middle of their monologue. <laughs> Multiple failed rolls that turn what should be a sure thing into a comedy of errors. Things that make players say, well, I wasn't expecting that to happen. As GMs, I think we often say this about NPCs in our games. After all, it's usually the PCs making bluff, seduction, rapport rolls, or what have you against the NPCs. While we GMs can veto attempts that we feel would have absolutely no chance of success, (coughs) generally speaking, we have to let the dice decide our characters' reactions. Regardless of how improbable we think a PC's lie is, if the dice say their bluff attempt is successful, then the guards in front of the castle gate are in fact that gullible, and we'll let the party inside. I feel these I-wasn't-expecting-that moments happen less often with player characters, but it is honestly one of my favorite aspects of role-playing. Finding out something I didn't know about the character I am playing can be loads of fun, though I absolutely understand why some people might not enjoy it. Our PCs are very often the one thing we have total control over in the game, and having some of that control taken away rubs some people the wrong way. It's also possible the randomizer suggests something contrary to or otherwise ruins our image of the character we are portraying. The heroic adventurer failing a fear check and running for their lives, for instance. So my question for the hosts is... Generally speaking, how do you feel about rules or mechanics that dictate a character's actions or reactions? I guess I should have read, read the emails before, before I came up with a topic. With a topic <laughs> because I think we, I think we kind of talked about that earlier. So hit the rewind button for about, <laughs> what, like two hours? An hour ago, and yeah. you'll, well, you'll get the answer to that. Well, I, I recognize the email address, so I'm like, oh, his email will be good. I'll just throw it in. I didn't read it before the show. Hi. That's a good thing. <laughs> have you ever been surprised by the actions of a character you yourself have been playing? Alternately, have you ever played a character that ended up being very different from how you originally imagined them because of what the dice said? Finally, have you ever grown to dislike a character you've been playing because of the actions they've taken? These are actually really good questions. No, these are fantastic yes. and different yeah, than the, what yeah, we those are different about than what we talked about. Yes. Yep. Do we want to talk about that real quick? Or sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, finish the email and then we'll, okay. then we'll talk. Awesome. <clears throat> background. I have a bit of background. Holy shit, he wrote a long email. Yeah. He did, yeah. It's jibbest. Sir, your email is jib-worthy. <laughs> jib-worthy, that's an award. That's, can you put that in the, as a, an it's a whole other page. The, Are you sure you want to read the whole thing? We have a glossary on the, on the website. Let's skip the background and let's okay. talk about the stuff. Okay, because okay. the background's pretty long. So I, don't play en- I don't play enough to have a character that I've like liked or disliked or anything. That's not true because Oppenheimer. Oh, your Oppenheimer, your character changed. I think from what he you didn't, originally. Well, no, he, well, with dice rolls and stuff. No, nah, he the didn't. Villain. No, he didn't change. He, I, I made a character who was like semi psychotic. On purpose. You made it sound like you were playing along fine, and then and then a situation happened, and you and there was a line in the sand. That I was, was looking drawn. for trouble from the very beginning. All right, fair and enough. In the first or second session, I, I took one of the other PCs and I said, "Let's go out and fight some crime while these people have their meetings." All right, <laughs> because they were having meetings with city councilmen and shit. Like, let's go. So we went out and we found some kid that was like snatched a purse, and I almost killed him because <laughs> <laughs> my powers were like all radiation. Yeah, how do you? How do you be a good guy like, and irradiate I'm going to give you just a little cancer. <laughs> I don't know. I, right? Just a touch. I'm just going to give you like here's a, a pinch. Okay. A little melanin. <laughs> but you won't get it for 40 years. So. <laughs> it's, well, it's like the Denmark. The what? The Denmark. The death touch. I don't know what that is. Where is that? You've never seen the men who stare at goats? Mm-mm. Oh. The Denmark? No. God, I saw that and, a, and he gave me the Denmark, and I knew at that moment I was going to die. It doesn't happen right away. Oh, I was supposed to. It may tell, happen year, tell years you later. How, how it how it's going to feel when you like you die on Sunday or something. Wait, sorry, oh, I got this wrong. Dave, yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be. Uh, look, I'm supposed to say you're going to die on Sunday. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I'm supposed to say. You never heard. So I guess it's a one shot no. game then, Dave. Huh? Have you seen the men who stare at goats? Once, I have long time ago yeah, yeah. because he, in it, like yeah. just after Vietnam, sometime in the seventies, one the, the like the lieutenant comes up and gives him the Denmark, and then when the game when the, the game when the, the when, when the story of the film happens mm-hmm. and the main character meets this character who received the Denmark, it's like twenty five or thirty years later. It's it's during uh, it's during the Afghan War, our Afghan War, not the Russians' Afghan War, sure. and. And he's been diagnosed with lung cancer, so that was the Denmark. Right. <laughs> okay, clearly, clearly, well, it couldn't be anything else. It had to no, be the Denmark. Right? Of course, it was. I, they're, they're staring at goats. Death touch. If, yeah. uh, if we look at the first couple questions, um, I both love and am frustrated by games that that have mechanics that dictate um, characters' actions or reactions. Um, because, like most people that show up at a table to play a game, like, I maybe don't have the, we already talked about this, but I don't have a 100% formulated idea of who this person is, but you try right. to do your best to kind of feel it at the table. And so if you are if you encounter a game that then tells you how you feel at some point, that can feel very frustrating, but I have found that in the long run, um, not even in the long run, that when that's happened to me, nine times out of ten, that's been an amazing experience where the mechanic of the game or the random, the randomizer of the dice have told me how to respond in kind versus me 
telling a story in my head of how my character would respond and that that's been a really amazing experience. <clears throat> well, see, that, I, I, I kind of think the exact opposite. Okay. Because one of the reasons that uh, I'm a little reticent about a lot of PBTA games, mm-hmm. because there are, d- depending on what flavor of game you're playing, there is stuff that compels you to say, okay, your character yeah. is going to have this reaction. As we talked about earlier, where's my agency? I don't get to decide who my character is. The dice are going to decide who my character is. I don't think that's different than a trad game. If, you know, once again, I cast Enfeeble on you. I cast that's Charm a spell. Person. That's, I, that, that's, I, I, I see supernatural stuff as different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. as different. Uh, you're talking if you're talking about what what, what is it? Monster Hearts has a mm-hmm. sex move, right? Well, I'd turn someone on okay. is like a move that you would, and, and that and you take away the player that player's mm-hmm. agency. That player no longer gets to decide what, how his character is going to react. The character is simply reacting. Yes, it's part of the game mechanics, and if you're playing that particular game, you have to realize that that may happen. Just like if you're playing Call of Cthulhu, your character mm-hmm. may go insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I totally understand that. I, Good. I I come. To every game that I play with a very solid character concept in my head. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Uh, Scully. Mm-hmm. I knew everything about him before I sat down to play him. Sure. Uh, the dude that I'm playing... And that showed. That showed, too. Thank you. The dude that I'm playing Sunday with, with Kazay. I've got him all figured out in my head. Right. Good luck with that. Thank you. Dave Kazay. <laughs> no, I know. You could, you could ask me anything you wanted to about this character, and I could tell you right the now. The Venn di- diagram of wrench throwers yeah. and players. You know, there's, little, there's this little tiny circle of GMs and little tiny thin layer of wrench throwers and GMs. Yeah. That's Dave Kazay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. But, actually, but I Dave, have that all Dave figured Kazay out. Dave Kazay has studied you, and he actually knows what you're going to do. That I wouldn't shock me at like all. That would not yeah. surprise yeah. me. Dogs are they even the other night um, too. They were totally doing like wolf song or something. The, I know good for like, them. Oh. Three wolves, two, two oh. wolves. The only yep. time I have been surprised by a character arc was in Jib's Weird Wars Rome game. Oh, okay. I played a snot nosed. Mm-hmm. Spoiled brat, son of a punk uh, ass, Tribune. son of yeah. a yeah, no, son of a, 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 tr- you were a, a trust, noble. You were a trust fund baby. I was a trust fund yeah. baby, and I was totally spoiled. And uh, uh, he was in charge of everybody. And over the course of that game, it worked out that he actually kind of you know grabbed his sack and pulled it up. And how did that feel? That was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Normally that doesn't happen, but that was that was fun and that was enjoyable. But because I usually have such very solid uh, ideas of my characters, a, a game systems that would fuck with that that would fuck with that sit very poorly with me. Because because I, I come to a table and I'm like, this is my character and this is what I'm going to play, and then it tells me, oh well, now you know. Now you're turned on, like the sex movie. Yeah. I'd be like, nah. no, but there is still there is still agency and interpretation there. So it's sure. like, do you get turned on? Hell yeah! I mean, that's the mechanical yeah, aspect and, of the and, game. And, 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 you but know, you get to 
interpret that. Yeah and, yeah, and and the whole sex move thing, that's that's part of the game. That's yeah. probably a very poor example of what I'm I'm trying to say because I'm I'm focusing in it's on an extreme, uh, it's, yeah. it's an extreme not, example. Yeah, and it's not fucking porn hearts. But so like it's not that you I think it depends who's playing it. Well, I don't know. I've never played <laughs> me, a game of it so where it, you have this, to get explicit about the, Oh, it's usually vague. No, I'm not talking about yeah. explicit. Right. I, yeah. I was speaking specifically to this one. How do you feel about rules or mechanics that dictate a Got character's it. actions or reactions? Right, let me let me try I'm, to give you another let example. Me this real quick. Okay. If if there's a supernatural element at work, I'm totally okay with it. That, but if I think that's different. Yeah. If that's, there's yeah. not a supernatural thing at work, I get to dictate my character's ac- actions and reactions. That's that's what I get to do. Okay. Uh, Diabol 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 <laughs> says I would play Porn Hearts. So someone needs to work on the Powered by the Apocalypse hack. Uh Porn Hearts. Oh, so you know the, what else the, is awesome? Dungeon Hearts. <laughs> Stork had something to say now. Let me just I, make I, a broader, I, broader example. Right? You guys are getting really granular. Uh yeah. True. when you're playing something like L five R, which has the laws of Bushido that you have to follow. You don't have to follow them. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. But there's mechanics, there, yep. there's things that happen if you don't. Yep. Absolutely. But it's your choice whether you're yep. going to follow Absolutely. them. Absolutely. But but Tyler kind of summed it up. was like, is that the game where you all have to play paladins? No, you don't have to play a paladin, but there are consequences. You can, you can not play a paladin mm-hmm. and have a very low honor. Sure. But there's consequences to that. that yes. You are but you get to make the decision. Yes. That's the difference. Yes. Same but, with... But that's a game system where the world has set up with a... It's a setting. It's a setting. It's the setting. Yeah. The setting yeah, yeah. states this is what's expected from this cast right. of people. Exactly. Same with the traditions in a Camry of Empire game. E. I was just trying. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. just trying to. I was trying to bring it out of the because right. you guys were like focusing on monster arts. It, it, it's a broader topic here involved. Which is, I yeah, think when you're playing a I certain mean, setting. Having having a situation where if your character doesn't do X, Y, or Z, there are repercussions. Mm-hmm. Is very different than you have to do X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Yes. But but if you're playing a certain cast in that game, yeah, you can choose not to do X, Y, and Z. But there are going to always choose not to. Well, but there, there are repercussions. That's, that's in real world too. I mean, you can choose to step exactly. off the cliff. You you will die. You can you choose can, not to right. get a job. You can choose not to make a choice. Right. You still made a choice. Um, I was I was sitting here thinking to answer his questions actually, and I can answer the question in one character. Uh, he talks about, have you ever played a character where the, where the rules and mechanics dictate characters and actions and reactions? Have you ever been surprised at the actions the characters had? Uh, alternatively, have you ever played a character that ended up very different from how you originally imagined? Oh, yeah. And have you ever mm-hmm. grown to dislike exactly a character? Right. And I can answer it in one character. Right. Do you know which one it is? Albert. Trig. Oh, fuck Trig! <laughs> fuck that <laughs> fucking Trig! <laughs> Asshole! Was he the one that left on the ship? Yeah. I think uh, he was that way from the very beginning. No, I... <laughs> First of all, it's Traveler. You don't yes. have a lot of control. That's the thing. See, that kind of like unpredictability yeah. Yeah. in character creation, for yeah. me, is kind of fun. Yeah. Because it's like, here's the character the dice have given me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do I piece all of these desperate pieces and, and together to I turn did. them into this someone? Guy's right. a, this guy's a petty criminal. He's that a con man. That's fascinating. He, was, he had no combat skills. He's a coward. I mean, I mean and, and when I put all those pieces together... That was the character, and, and a liar, I played and a him, and, and, a loser. And, and I got to tell you, and a shithead. I hated playing him because I'm actually kind of a follower. I kind of like just want to make games go, and I was really uncomfortable playing him when it, when I retired him. I'm like, oh, thank God, because I was like, and the next nervous. character you made is like, yes sir, no yes, sir, sir, yes sir, no sir, 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 sir
hard. I right. felt like I, it, I mean, I was nervous and I'm twitchy and. Well, it's like Dave. Kaze- it was the, hard the, to play. The, the character Dave Kaze had me play. Um, oh yeah, Bengali. Uh, uh, that is not the kind of person I am when I right. want to play a game. I mean, what, look at look at the character I'm playing. Look at Gregor in in the um, Dark Ages Vampire game. I'm a rule follower. In our very first session, it's yep. like she's declared Elysium for the entire city. She, the prince, is a she, right? Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. Declared Elysium for the entire city. Yeah. I see people go, and, and we've been tasked. We're basically hounds or something. We've been tasked to yeah to to. Enforce Elysium. Mm-hmm. I see two people, one person leave, and someone follow right after them, with obviously with the intention. So I'm going to go and I'm going to make sure nothing bad happens. At least, oh, because if the whole city is Elysium, then yeah, I follow them. Yeah, I follow them right out and in, into the streets. And I, and uh, 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 Jib's character intercepted the person following the person up ahead. Yeah, because there was a. So I like yep. went right past him to get the person. Hey, Not hi, following. nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm Gregor. How you doing? You want to uh, like you? You look like you might be an Asimite. You would you like to hear some poetry. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that's why that's why I haven't played Traveler yet. the The idea of the game, uh, uh, really, like I could sink my teeth into it. But the whole character creation system, which is what most people rave about. I think I, I, you off. I might have a bit of well, a problem with that. You get a chance. After, ideally, you roll the character, and then you get to go away for a while and come up well, with how depends. you put those pieces I mean, together. And, yeah. at, at the game con, I'm going to do, like, you're going to be limited to, like, one or two session, one yeah. or two terms. Are you running Traveler at the con? I'm running Traveler at the con. I don't remember if it's the first or second on Saturday. But we're going to make characters. I'm going to limit it to an hour. So what you got at the end of the hour is, is it. Is what you got. Here's a list of skills you guys might need for the game. So if none of you have these, go ahead and someone take them. That's, That's how what Dave and I Dave and I did a whole character we did the character gen and we I think we limited it to three sessions. Or three, or three, terms. three terms. And everybody went through. I think Mary was there and all that. But Dave and I ran a traveler game where Character Gem was part of it. And then we had a little quick little thing. I just want everyone end. to have the experience and to see what it's like. And people grokked it and they, they were like completely converted. And they've made their own character. Right. That's the other right. thing. That, that's the, the, the second game I'm running is called Arkendale, which is basically a simplified version of Moment of Truth for kids. Mm-hmm. And it very simple character creation system. Um, and they will make the characters at the table, name the characters themselves, just decide what they are. It's classless system, so they can make whatever they yeah. want. Yeah. Uh huh. And then, and then, but they'll literally be able to do it in like twenty minutes. Nice. And That's then awesome. I'll run the adventure. I because I, I I think that having that yeah having that um, ownership of the character yeah mm-hmm. helps a lot. Well, and it depends, I think, on the age of your kids. Having run that uh, kids game, the Dinosaur Princesses one, where sometimes I could see them, like, their imaginations just go bonkers, which is amazing. And then sometimes they get gridlocked by, like, I don't know what I can do. I don't know what I can do. And then you want to give them choices. Like, it can be anywhere from here to here. Well, get, but you don't want to say so much that they like just lock on to something you say. You right. want them to use their own. Yeah, they, I mean, they, ki- kids as well as adults can have that sort of uh, structure mm-hmm. hunger or mm-hmm. analysis paralysis. Yep. yep. Where there's too many choices, and you want you're yeah. sort of obsessing about the right one. Yeah. 
I, I, that leads me to what I was going to say about Traveler, which is it's almost a game for grown-ups because not, not that it is. No wonder I won't like it. That's not what I was going <laughs> that's, with that. That's, you and all your dolls. I, I really had to, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I collect pop vinyls. <gasps> I know. Some pops? About. Yeah. That's, a, that's a lot of money. It's because you have to invest in whatever character you now generate, and it could be completely useless. It could be completely... It's, it's, it's or someone you don't want to play. Or don't want to play. That's that exactly. okay. And, and that is, that's, a, that's a, a tricky... You have to have players that are mature enough to go, well, this is what Here's, I got. Yeah, and I think this is a thing for me, because anybody that knows me... Knows I like structure, mm-hmm. and I I like because I'm pretty organized, and I'm. Right. But I think the most revelatory moments I've had at the table that I can think of at, at, off the top of my head have come from me making a choice in character that was not apparent to me on the onset, mm-hmm. where it's like. The either the way the mechanics have worked out or the way the interplay at the table has worked out that making a decision in character uh, is not something I would have predicted if I sat down and wrote my story of my character playing this game where at first sometimes it feels really uncomfortable or not satisfying Uh, sometimes it feels really satisfying at the table I can give you examples but there are times like I think I totally effed up that dice roll and then this thing happened Mm -hmm. and my character is supposed to have this completely uh, amazing moment. We're talking about the end of the game and it's, you know, da da da. And it ends up being this perfect, not right moment that becomes the perfect moment. Like I think about this sprawl game I played where I played the, the playbook that's the rocker, which is as close to magic as you get in the in I'm sorry <clears throat> tears and kisses and I I'm in the final moment and I'm supposed to do my amazing moves that are like practically effing magic uh, where I can you know pretty much win over or manipulate anybody and I failed and I there ends that, up I know how that feels yeah <laughs> no but like this is one of the most Powerful game moments I think I've ever had is, is that I end up then succeeding at something where I get away w- from the city with the person I care about, but that person ends up dying in my mm. arms. Mm. And so I'm totally like, you have this moment that it's like, yeah, that was what was right. Not the it's also hero's your GM journey. Playing that and, too. Uh, I mean, yep. and the other, the other thing is, whenever you look at yeah. any kind of any kind of a story arc, whether it's yep. in a novel or in a, a book yep. or a film or whatever, there there are always tragedies and setbacks for Absolutely. the protagonist. Sure. Oh yeah, right. And and mm-hmm. in RPGs, GMs, at least GMs yep. like me, want to try to keep things. There are no GMs like you used to. <laughs> want to try to keep things progressing, and also don't want to be too hard on people. But if you frequently, like, if, but if yep. you read, yep. what was I just reading? Oh my god, some of the most powerful oh, I ju- literature I ju- I fiction. Just, I just finished the the latest Expanse novel, mm-hmm. and yes. there is a character. I won't say yep. who. There is a character who has some very terrible things happen, and it's like, wow, that is fucked up. I wouldn't do that to a player character, and I wonder, or any of the Game of Thrones novels. It's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> exactly. Game of Thrones is a shining example yeah. of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? 
But even look at the Sprawl trilogy, if we're going to talk about cyberpunk, or or like you said, just look at The Expanse, which is fantastic fiction. Absolutely. And, oh, man. No, there... Yeah, the characters change in the last novel. (laughs) No, and that's when I the two things, two or three things that popped right into my head were things that did not go the way I wanted my character to right to go, and the way I did not envision, and whether it was introduced because of uh, mechanics or other play at the table or what the play led into. Like I think about playing Montsegur, and. Where that character ended up is 180 degrees opposite of where I thought that right. character was going to end but up. But when you go into the game, don't mm-hmm. you you want yep. your character to succeed and have of an course. easy life, right? Yep. Everybody does, yep. right? You, 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 you want the wanna, hero's but it's journey not until and the, yeah. after this after the, the the session's over and you go, yeah, yeah, that was pretty awesome. The fact that right? I like and, right, and, okay, and that's why I'm saying we have perhaps I mean, certain games. Certain play styles even lend themselves to a mature level of play, which is yeah. you're willing to embrace that failure and follow it wherever it leads. Whether it was a bad dice roll, whether it was a bad character that got generated randomly, whether and, and you put those pieces together and and you just like, well, this is the hand I am dealt. I'm playing it. Yep. This is right. the way the dice fell. And the this fact is the is, way that situation. I, I have a character who should ha, for. Should absolutely not be in any of the situations my character is going to be in. Yeah, we're, we're, it happens to all of us. The total fish out of water. But I think right? it takes a certain player to have the courage and conviction to follow that failure. But that's, leads, and it leads to think, interesting things. Absolutely. I think that's absolutely. tough, even for good players. I it do is. too. It is. You and know, it, everybody wants to succeed. Nobody wants right. to like. I don't want to play a broken. No, toy. It, absolutely. I don't and play in the, the broken in toy. the moment, sometimes it doesn't it does. feel good. It doesn't. And it doesn't feel like. Like, especially because, you know, depending on what's going on in gameplay, um, you know, you're in turn order or you're, you know, even if you're not in turn order, you're waiting for spotlight shifting and you think you know what you're going to do and you're kind of in the game in your head and you're in your character and then something changes, whether it's through a roll of the dice or other things that have changed in the narration or the fiction. And sometimes that doesn't feel good. But I swear, it's it's like that lame thing where they say you learn more well, from being in a difficult or an it, it really uncomfortable puts you off position. Your game. It really, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can say this with Trig. I, I roll this character. That's the yeah. character I had. These are these are the cards that I'm dealt. This you went to war with the army you had. Not I did. the army you won. And I exactly. <laughs> and I so I'm like so I played him yeah. with all to all of those faults. I played up to those faults, and I gotta say. I didn't like playing him. I didn't like what I did. I didn't. I, I felt uncomfortable doing yeah. it. I didn't. But it made for a really interesting game, which is Absolutely. what speaks to your point. Yeah. Everybody talks about trig. Everybody talks about the situation. Yep. I didn't like doing it, but yep. that's exactly what Fuck the character would have done. It would have been so easy <laughs> for me to just shoot that thing and hang out and yep. and not and not be honest to what the character. And not leave us stranded on a planet in the middle of the wild zone. But, the, but <laughs> I think it was amazing. But how amazing was it? And it, was it being honest to the character? Yep. Absolutely. Yep, and, and that's, we and, and that's my point. and all of us had a unified goal. <laughs> <laughs> Still do, <laughs> and you, I think you can't ask. Takes, a, yeah, the scorpion brain, has to be the scorpion. It, it has to have buy-in from everybody too. It's, it, yeah, it's, we, um, with some of the and, and maybe the system because I think with a four E game and you play a character that's you're going off on their own, like walks down a hallway without the rest of the sport, people get pissed at you. <laughs> so, 
You know what, though? I no, they were pissed. I fuck <laughs> that were. shit though. Because because I didn't Boom. prepare, they weren't able to like get their dailies ready. Yeah, it's D and D. You know what though? Well, but that's my point. D and D breaks role playing. It does. Cause Sorry, I remember, you I can remember. send complaints to happytextrpg yeah. at gmail.com. It's Four. not just it's not just D and D, but it's that Four. mindset because I remember my first couple of years too, where I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to play. I'm playing in character. I'm going to make choices in character, and I could palpably feel it's the players versus the adventure yeah Yeah. how pissed off people would be when I would do certain Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. and it's like a matter of I did not make friends yeah yeah but you know what I fuck that shit but you know what (laughs) everyone talks about it yeah well yeah that's (laughs) I I please the only thing worse than not being talked about (laughs) is being talked about wait is that Oscar Wilde (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, kind but of he, but he yeah. kind of fucked it up. Yeah. I, I, I've come to the point in playing games now where that's what I want to explore are those, me too. Are those flaws and yep. those accidents and that stuff. I think that's infinitely more interesting to me yep. than hitting and winning. I, sure. I, 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 and I don't seek them out, but I will, if they're there, I will, I will not, not embrace them. Never play Pathfinder yeah. Society. I don't know. Right. You should, you, you might want to try hitting stick. and winning <laughs> once. Try winning once in a while? You should try winning once in a while. It's, no. I know it's foreign for you. It is. <laughs> no, but sometimes you, sometimes you want that. Sometimes you want, I want to just hit with a hammer and yeah. I want to, but. I think the flawed hero is infinitely more interesting. I do than too. The, you know, super, uh, Superman's boring. Yeah. And now they made Batman boring, but I mean yep. the flawed hero so is yep. you know, Daredevil is so much more interesting yep. than Batman. That's why Marvel. Marvel's so much better Marvel. than DC. Anyway, I mean, uh, that's that's Complaints all the can go to stew yeah. at half. And right, all the fanboys are going to yell up. And I told Marvel, but I, I mean, I'm using that as a broad example. Um, but it's it's I, yeah yeah the broken toy. Yeah. To try to, to try to work with the broken toy is more challenging for me. Yep. Than it is to work with the one that's the. Place right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I mean, maybe yep. getting lost in the metaphor, but I once played a three-strength wizard. <laughs> well, three- didn't we all? Because 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 you that was your dumb stat. No, and the, the thing would be, what if you played an eighteen-strength wizard? Right. You know, that's, because that's it's like, one. why the f did you put your points in right? strength and not in strength? Your dumb stat as a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it was ra- it was just straight random roll. Yep. Three. Fuck. Yeah, no, so I think along the same lines that, you know, uh, playing a character that ends up very differently than how you originally ima- imagine them because of what the dice say. And you take these... I do like, and I also like to... When, see, I, like Tim, I like to sort of plan a bit, but I also like to leave it open. I do like to have a character... I like to start young with a, with a problem, and I like to have it solved through the course of the game. And that doesn't always work out. Oh. But I do like a character arc. For me, and... Part of the problem with Albert was that his character arc ended at some point, and then I didn't know what to do. I, Mus- I'm not, I'm really? not, muscle wizards cast fists. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Mage's hand. That the characters that I come up with are are fixed and immobile. I mean, I mean. No, uh, no, I know no, you're not no, saying that. because yeah, because Scully, for instance. Changed a whole lot over that campaign. Like sure. he started out hating everybody, and by the end, he was trusting. Not you, but <laughs> you're not supposed to. No, I know, but but nobody should trust. Uh, what I what I was saying is is his thought process and 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 that kind of stuff. Uh, that's what I come prepared with. I know how he will think about his things. Yeah. His motivations. Actors I know. Motivations. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. But has there ever been a moment in play where 
no matter how strongly you've defined that character where whether it's dice or interplay at the table you're like you're confronted with the reality of your dice roll yeah on, only only my uh, tribune okay yeah. no but that's cool yeah who also had a list yes <laughs> yeah Tyler's back he left and came back oh my god Tim is still talking <laughs> <laughs> actually actually no, but you know what I, oh, I'm sorry you finished no go ahead I was I was just gonna Say if, ask if we beat this horse because there's still a whole background. Yeah, I just I like because yeah. even as a character who who knew what they thought they would expect from that character in the Weird War, War Rome game, uh, you surprised me as a character. So my character who was uh, an indigenous people, so yeah. she was a a, uh, a native scout, a speculator, um, which which made her. Like several stratas, oh, yeah. lower than me. Yeah, it's like every, a negative very, four yeah, charisma yeah, yeah. because I was a you know like a peon Celt. Yeah, uh, to his fine Roman, barely yeah. human. Yeah, yeah. no, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and a woman, and and a woman. Yeah, right. and, and an archer. So not even a real combatant. Yeah, yeah. you know. Wow. Um, but I remember <laughs> things happening. Wait to the Mongols. <laughs> I know. I know. I, yeah. Because sorry, she sorry. and this didn't come out till the end of the game. But there was a reason she was even part of, you know, this whole scenario that no one really knew about except for my character backstory yeah, in yeah. my head. But you made choices in character that made me not second guess, but made my character react differently to you yeah. than I would have. Was that because, with, the, with the spoils and stuff? Yeah, yeah, because you were nice to her in sort of a genuine way. And she did not expect that because you were an asshole Roman. <laughs> yeah, and she was totally using the situation to accomplish what she wanted to accomplish. But then you actually kind of treated her like a person. Yeah, yeah. And so it made me in character make choices that I didn't necessarily seek out in the beginning because yeah. I was going to treat you I was just going to use you and every, treat you like you know every writer I've ever heard interviewed talks about the characters taking a life of their own and that's mm-hmm. exactly what you're describing right? yeah yeah, yeah. And, and once they figure I out the motivations or whatever and they throw away lots and lots of stuff but at some yep. point the characters start writing themselves and yep. that's I, that's what you're saying right there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at some point their characters starts the motivations or whatever it is they they clicks and everything starts writing itself. Yeah, and I like when you have to really think about your choices, and it's not just because because like you said, Tim. I mean, I mean, I think a lot of us go to the table with a good idea of who this person is, but then you're confronted with things like in life where you don't necessarily make the choice that this character you fleshed out would necessarily make. So. I think that's cool. I, it is, and it's a different level of role playing, I think, than most people like to do, or mm-hmm. or have even thought about doing. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not to say that we're all superhuman at all, but I, yeah. I think it, it, at some point you start saying, "Well, all right, instead of just hitting and shit, what happens if I actually follow up on this disad? What does that do?" Mm-hmm. And then, and all the neck neck birds get mad at you. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> that is you know, it's a true. different type of way, uh, play, way I, yeah. to play a game. I, I try at least once a month before we have a show to go to the local gaming store and, and mm-hmm. see what's what's there. Oh, cool! Did you know that there is a Mongoose Traveler starters box set now? No, oh. really? I saw it. I could not open it because it was shrink wrapped. 
But it said inside the box is the characters and combat book, the worlds and starships book, a couple of uh, sector maps. Really? And like some pre-gen characters and some other stuff. I know what I'm, I'm getting my daughters for Christmas. Very right? fascinated. <laughs> Be, uh, Mongoose Travelers, fantastic game, right? It's so great. You could just drop it down in front of a party and go, here we go. Right. It, let's roll up characters. How much was it? Uh, maybe 35 That's uh, pretty maybe. good, though. Not bad. That's what I spent on the book. <laughs> this you probably spent more than on, more yeah. on, on the book. Uh, there was something else I said. What was it? I don't remember now. That That's still really no, idea, still though. no Thousand Knights Codex. What the fuck? No, Warhammer. Warhammer. Although the Blood Angels. Warhammer. If, if you play Blood oh. Angels, your Codex is out. Warhammer again. <laughs> it's going on and on. Warhammer. <laughs> oh, you're talking miniatures again. Yeah. 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 I'm totally playing Warhammer Fantasy R- RPG. Are you? Again. There's yeah. a new company at, conversion at uh, first edition. Oh, oh yeah. I'm jealous. I know. We're gonna finish although, this, or are we gonna? We're gonna although, say this we're we're gonna okay. yeah. right. we gotta finish the, it. No, no. Although Uzi, what? Oh, it's too there, soon. We're done. We're done. There's um, as a new company making new RPGs based on Warhammer. I listen to the independent character podcast occasionally, and they mm-hmm. interviewed the guy who's like the line editor or whatever of of the new RPGs. And there's going to be one unified system for everything, uh, and they're, you're going to be able to play any of the alien races. Oh, nice! So, craft worlds. You should tyranny. look at the second edition of Warhammer really? Fantasy Roleplay, the one that Green Ronin and Black yeah. Enterprises, Black Industries, I mm-hmm. think, is really good. It takes the first edition, cleans it up a lot, okay. gives it a much stronger uh, identity and sel- sense of self. Uh, it, it's a, it's that's my favorite of all. I love Warhammer's. the fluff in oh, that. Holy the crap! The fluff of Warhammer Fantasy is yeah. amazing. I would I have to. It. That would have to be a bi-weekly yeah. game, yeah, which by which I mean every other week. Um, it is a. That, that's I, bi-weekly, I, okay. as opposed to semi-weekly. I know. Yeah, every fortnight. it's just fortnight. Fortnightly. Yeah, thank you. Fortnightly. Actually, fortnightly. thank you, Britons, yes. <laughs> for telling us about because, perfectly yeah. good word. We never use it. Right. And forest, because forest is a fortnightly. I think. Um, the other thing I saw at the game store. <clears throat> Was uh, and someone just mentioned it. What's the what's the freaking Genesis, the the generic FFG mm. game <coughs> with the chicken scratch dice, really? the chicken and trails dice, yeah, chicken and trails dice. They had the, I, I saw the book there, moderately priced thirty five dollars for a hardcover book that looked like it was about one hundred and fifty hundred and seventy five pages somewhere in there. Okay. Um, to be honest, that's what a, a normal book in the yeah. bookstore costs these days too. It's like twenty five bucks. Yeah. yeah. And hardcover, and, and it, it, it's. I think this was the generic, like basic me- game mechanic system part of it. I looked at it. A little packet of the dice were sitting uh-huh. right there, and I flipped the dice off as I walked by. <laughs> but I'm it's, it's out there. Chicken entrails, uh, FFG tomorrow. Uh, Age of Rebellion. We've been playing for over a year. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Like. I want to say. Do you roll the dice, or have you got the dice app to explain? I got you? the dice app. Right. Just because. See, that's well, what I, that's my problem who, with the whole system. I don't want five or six. They're <laughs> borrow not. those. Ooh, okay. Bring them back. I would totally roll take dice. Them, take okay. them with you. And yeah. Don't everyone bring them will back. have plenty of dice. Okay. You yeah. Need books. You can borrow the books too. I have all three of them. I do done with too. It. <laughs> I have all three. Books. He's washed his yeah, hands. I was gonna say. It sounds like you're really over FFG Star Wars. Yep. 
Look at look at <laughs> yep. yeah, it's a conversation for another time. Well, that's <laughs> the same problems I'm seeing with that. I'm wondering about L5R. That's my concern too. Really? Hey, let's roll. Let's roll a perception roll. Does L5R use these same dice? No, but okay. no, they, no. A not <laughs> same mechanic. Who, who, who made these? Master Vitor made these for us. He he made us some. It's some, still it's still chicken. It's two, there's two. There's D sixes and D twelves. Yeah. They, they have, have chicken, chicken scratch symbols yeah. on them. Yeah. I can tell you what the, the nut sack is a uh, the nut sack a strife. Um, See uh, the the little the little, uh, little circle is a success, um, right? The exploding circle, the like little flower-looking guy. That's no, no. The 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 yin yang yang is a uh, um, is exploding. I think I don't remember. I'll have See, to that's yeah. the the one ring. Uh, the RPG, the one ring. Mm-hmm. It, it gives you its own special dice. Fuck no, special but it's it's sixty six, and then a twelve sider, and the twelve sider is actually just one to ten with two runes on it: the Gandalf rune and the Eye of Sauron. Aww. However, they tell you you could totally use a regular D twelve and just have twelve as well. Gandalf's rune and right. one as you know whatever. Right. So you can figure out that with these as well. But I, I have the dice app. I'll use the dice app myself. Oh, Stork, do you want to here touch these oh. and curse those phones? Sorry. Oh, oh, yeah. Here There's we go. an L five R one. I'm oh, the are you storking it? And I, I'm gonna give him the Kimmy. They've got a condom. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I want to oh, just give me the benefit no. of the doubt. Yeah, it's, <laughs> they were actually in the room with me. It's enough. Right. Um, and I made my own dice, so I'm gonna roll dice for a little while until it gets it pisses me off, and then I'm gonna go back to the app because I have a feeling. You know what? It's gonna be important to try to sort through the dice anyway to see how yeah. that works out, and how it slows the game down. The app needs. I want to prove how it's supposed to game down. I have problems with the app because the app should. Well, maybe that's because it's in beta and they're not sure yet. Maybe yeah. they're going to update it. Yeah. But it would be very nice to say, okay, here's what you've rolled. Which which are your keep dice? Right. You can't do mm-hmm. that. Click the two keep dice, and then and then it should resolve the keep dice. Absolutely. So if you have an explosive success, here's your explosive success. Do you want to keep the it, result or do you want to throw it, it away? It doesn't do that. No, it just so rolls you have the to dice re-roll everything. It again. rolls the dice, and you have to like click on these things, delete them. It's, I mean, that's lame because I, this is all about really? keeping the dice. It's all about cl- making that dice cool. You have to unkeep the dice. Ah, yeah. Programmers created that, didn't they? Not uh, gamers. Hey, well, they know, no, they know, they know. I don't think they're done. Don't be, don't I don't think they know if how the mechanics were going to completely pan out or how drastically they were going to have to change them. Which they have, uh, dice mechanics haven't changed at all. No, but programmers obviously made it because they, you, you, no, because if the pro, I I think they made it very open ended. All right. And there will probably be a revision when the game comes out that will make it more usable, (laughs) but it's not that usable right now. I'm, I, I'm not an FFG fan right now. I know. So that's, that's the new dice? Okay. Well, I suppose because they have a Star Wars one. Mm-hmm. So why would they not have? Okay. Exactly. Sure. And it's the same price. Yep. All I'm right. Being, I'm being strong armed into asking a question. What? Yeah. Why am I not running fourth edition? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the question that I, uh, I'm being strong armed into asking is. Oh, yeah. Make Tim read my texts. That's what I got. Go ahead. Or do you want to, let me just read it? No, no, no. Okay. Um, hey, Stu, why did your Edge of the Empire game end? Because. <laughs> <laughs> because I said so. For a lot of reasons. 
one of the reasons was I hate telling someone to make a fucking perception roll and then have to pull shit out of my ass. <laughs> that's oh, that's right, because the dice have those weird symbols. That's like, right, and they're you way worse. Just they're way worse than all five R. Yeah, got- and there's other reasons as well, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know that that was who was strong-arming me? You know, Tyler, if you stayed awake during the game, it probably would still be going. <gasps> Maybe. Oh, damn, dude. Damn, bro. Um. We're yeah, we're I'm sorry, Tim, what were you saying? <laughs> I'm sorry. <stunned, huh>? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have like a page in there. Yeah. Yeah. read that. That's background. That's background. It's two hours, two, two hours and something. Now. Two hours, 20 minutes. Two hours, 20 minutes. That's plenty. It's almost a tappy-length episode. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for season 21, episode 2 of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. Except Tyler. <laughs> He's not even here. Sorry, I Don't forget to join us February 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th at Orcon 2018. Valentine's Con, yeah. At Valentine's Con at the uh, LAX Hilton Hotel. It's apparently sold out because there's another convention around too. Well, well uh, Gallifrey. Gallifrey won, that, right? And then there's like the NBA All-Stars, All-Stars are also yeah. there. Right. It's, a, it's Glamorous, a, beautiful people. I'm probably not going to be there. With us. No, yes. No. You can sleep on my couch. I got to win. Bye. That's it. Thank you very much. We'll leave the song. Let's do Elizabeth Rain and to her subject be here And the 
a skinful of beer. For I like a drop of good beer, I do, I like a drop of good beer. And damn his eyes to them, I try to rob a poor man of his beer. For I like a drop of good beer, I do, I like a drop of good beer. And damn his eyes to them, I try to rob a poor man of his beer. The preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire.